Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everybody. A welcome cock for you today. It is Friday. It's 545. My name's John. How are you? There's Brady. There's Puffy Brett. Best nickname I've heard. And I gave credit to the wrong person yesterday. I don't know how we missed it. Big Pussy is right next to us. And I think that's fantastic. Big Pussy's right next to us. Still swollen. And then uh, Big Dick Toledo, fresh off his big birthday dinner last night. Hopefully he got... uh, all the homemade pizza he could make for his family for his birthday. Great stuff. Uh, welcome to Friday. It is an absolutely perfect morning. 95 degrees already. <laughs> Just absolutely amazing. Ridiculous. I, uh, Beautiful. I left the house, and I got uh, some construction going on at the house. Nothing creepier than the dudes who are supposed to start working on your house being there before you leave, and, and, and it's still not 5 in the morning yet, but they're not supposed to be on site till 5. They're not making any noise this morning, so I think 6 o'clock you're supposed to go and you make noise at 6. But they're just sitting at the end of the uh, cul-de-sac. It brings up your inner bigotry in a huge way when there's just three or four dudes who barely speak English just sitting at the end of the cul-de-sac, just eyeballing you like, I'm heading out, huh? Yeah, I'm not going to be home for a while. Coming home to an empty yeah. house. I'm not going to be home for a little bit. Let's break out that MMPA cave that yeah, they gave you. They don't know where it is, but they're probably going to have it before I do. See you later, Holmes. Enjoy your day. We got this covered. Like, okay, thanks, boys. Is there Lady Holmes still? Come, Holmes? She's still in there asleep <laughs> and unaware. Yes, she is. I'll be, I'll be going for a while. You got Paros? <laughs> yes, but they're all in their room. Don't worry, but it's very early in the morning. You'll probably get away with a little hot dog in there. They'll love you. Adios, amigos. It's all for us. Hey, man, he's got glizzy. <laughs> yeah, and then, but I started thinking to myself, how would I feel? Because it was inner bigotry. I did feel like, all right, John, you're being, a, you're being a bigot. How would you feel if it was a group of, you know, just regular old me's sitting out there? You know, You'd but, feel more comfortable. I don't think I would. Yeah, I, you would. I don't, I, I, you know what? When somebody's sitting at the end of your cul-de-sac and you know who they are and they're, they're waiting, I don't, I don't, you're right. I'd be more comfortable. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I, that's, that's because you can't help it, but. 
That's why neighborhoods, the, billboard, a, the billboards a, look like you. <laughs> like you, you try to keep things around you looking like you. So it's like, oh, okay, I get that. I understand. But, you know, no, <laughs> you're Brett's right. They don't have a 623 that starts their phone number. Yeah. You're fine. You or know? a credit score <laughs> that's like even that high. Yeah. I'm often wondered when we got uh, so addicted to our area codes. Yeah, when did that start? When did that start? When did they become so hip? I thought, I, you know, I usually think it coincides with when people scream out, hey, 318. Okay, what are you, from Austin or you can't buy a car? What are you shouting out at me? <laughs> what, what, what is that your credit karma that's coming at me? Why would it's you shout that? not that old. I think it started when they had to, find, like, cities started getting different area codes. Yeah, but the I'm same not, city. Because you used to have sure. just one area code for that entire place. And then. I still don't understand, like, that and certain ones popped more, like the you know four eight zero still just the eight or six two three six zero two still six zero two yeah I, just, I know but I look it just at doesn't it as pop a, as well as I that. look at it as a necessity to dial out because of population. I don't really see it as a cool way to identify myself. Anyway, some people do, some don't. But yeah, it is kind of a it is an inner bigotry that we all have. It's that moment. It's an unusual thing to see uh, at you know quarter to five in the morning uh, as people sitting. Waiting for your house to be empty, probably from the five two three area. <laughs> Six two three five two three somewhere else. Tucson. It's that's Tucson. No, yeah. they're not from Tucson. I'd recognize that. That's a plus five. Isn't that a there, there's or five two zero? They have a country code, don't they? You have to dial in like plus five zero <laughs> before you dial up. Remember, yeah. it changed from area codes to streets. Thirty fifth Avenue. Oh, that's true. Yeah, and, you get the uh, yeah. I'm not a one a. No, that's that's Miami. I know that from <laughs> Vanilla Ice. <laughs> Yeah, the A1A is very impressive. I don't get it. But anyway, Brett's probably right. Got a little, a little too much 623 sitting in my 602. Yep. But they're fine. They're good. I trust them. They've been fine. But it is it is an awkward. You know, it's something. Famous last words. It's, some, it's something that you would, <laughs> if it weren't for the construction, I would have been like, what is? what are these guys up to? But I happen to know. So then I started to think to myself, too, that other neighbors that might pop out of bed early, would look at that and go, what's going on here? Just dudes milling around. I guess it's the time, too. Quarter to five in the morning, people just hanging around outside is unusual. So it, it just it sparks all of your worst thoughts, you know. Sorry, guys. It was wrong of me. You what also have been it? hit. Yeah, but nah, In the on. past. It's but not not because I saw that. Everybody's, no, everybody's but- got a story. It doesn't make it so you have to sus- make everybody a suspect. But I do that anyway. I judge everybody. Oh, yeah. So that didn't that didn't play a part. It's just a thing that you see that's you know out of place. I've been doing this, driving in and out of that thing for you know this is thirteen years now in this house. So it's kind of one of those that's new. So it stands out. It's like if there was just a woman in a black dress holding a Rottweiler at the end of my cul-de-sac, I'd be like, ah, I'm calling the police on that. She could just be walking her dog, but my brain goes right to the omen, and I don't know what's going on. It's just, it was odd. And get to work, I say. What are you waiting for? You got to clock in right at five. You can get an extra fifteen minutes, and I'll. You've actually been asleep in my front yard before. You're not that worried about the, you know, the, the work rules. It, it was pretty impressive, though, that they're they're up and ready to go, but they're waiting till five. I guess they have to. Maybe the foreman has to show up first. I don't know. Could do a little irrigating on the side, maybe. Huh. Multitasking. It's in my house. What do you mean? No, no. They they pick up that area. They pick it up. Irrigating. A little side job. That's water. But those guys are different. You know, they. Oh, those dudes are you know really what I'm saying? They're weird. doing yeah. that job. Yeah. Yeah. But they're recognizable. They're a different trolls. creature. They're, they, uh, people who do irrigation are recognizable, odd trolls in their hip waders and their, 
they just look like somebody that should be milling around with the gators. Families in the car one morning about 2 a.m. I look out, uh, something woke me up because you see yeah. the Yeti walking in your backyard. What was that? Oh, yeah. irrigation guy. Yeah. Go out to the front. There's the family in the car. I'm not into that. Well, I had uh, landscape work done a, lo- a few years ago, and they just they said, "Can can we come by on Saturday?" I'm like, sure, okay. And I looked in my backyard, and this was a, like a legit company. Like they had license and bonded and all that. And they came by on the weekend, and I'm looking outside, and there's like four or five ten-year-olds just busting their ass out there. And I'm like, well, all right, I don't think that's going to be insured if one of those goes down. And then like five, ten minutes uh, after I stopped paying attention, woohoo! they're in the pool. They're having the time of their lives. Their mom's there. She's got her feet in the front step. And I'm like, I'm going to let them do it because they're getting a lot of work done. But I'm not sure this is supposed to be how this is, this operation is. a family is. affair. Yeah. And it was a family affair. And the guy had you know missed a day earlier in the week, so he was trying to make good, but he he couldn't leave these people behind. The the wives were the his his wife was out there digging holes and doing stuff. I'm like, this is I couldn't get could, could you get that? Hey, Matthias, I got a little extra work to do on the weekend. Why don't you pop by and dig some holes with me? She ain't coming with you. No, she's telling me to go off myself. That's what I said. That's what I would have said. And to I would have told her exactly. that too. You know, <laughs> you took the job digging ditches. Yeah. So I was, you know. I allowed it, and, and you know, I'm bringing them drinks and stuff by the middle. I'm like, you guys need anything? Well, yeah. Bring it, like they rented my pool. Bring it some lemonade. Like, Got some right, sangria yeah. back there, Holmes? <laughs> mixing up a punch bowl. Are you guys having fun? Yard looks great. Those kids were breaking it, man. They were kicking ass. And I'm like, all right, you can use the pool. It is a family affair for some. We had pavers laid at our house, and it was like the, whole, the kids the show whole up. Kids, yeah, the whole family was there. My dad wouldn't have wanted me they there. busted ass. Huh? I didn't, I, like, as a... I didn't know what I was doing. I might have tried to help my dad around the house doing projects, and I just stood and watched. Usually, I would get to pick stuff up and bring it to him. But yeah. I would, these kids were like laying pavers, digging holes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they know what they're doing, and they were in fifth grade. White people fifth grade kids can't do anything. Jesus, white people kids can't do anything until they're like 20. They're so coddled. None of them have a work ethic. That's, I'm impressed. So, you know. Yeah, usually by fourth, I mean, growing up, fourth, fifth grade, started cutting the grass. You could start doing some of the lawn. You could yeah. start working, you know, he was usually present, still, still supervising. The, um, yeah. A bubble, because there was, you know, fear of uh, foot getting yeah, chopped, chopped off or something. Yeah. Seventh grade I, was all my job. All landscaping at the house was my job. All of it. Every day. <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot. And then he said, yeah, I got this built-in kid. This yard worker, so then what does my dad do once I get to the lawn mowing stage? We get a house with a massive yard. The, the one that we were in where I learned it, like where he trained me, nothing to it. And it will posted stamp Time lot, for the right? big leagues. Tempe, and he's like, you know what, we're moving. I'm like, great. Found a piece of heaven over there in Mesa we're going to pop into. This place had a huge backyard. You're going to the show. And a TIFF lawnmower. And if you've ever Those worked. suck. It's the worst thing oh, in the world. Oh, my God. It's the worst thing in the oh. world. My dad thought he was doing me a yeah, favor. My the dad payoff too. is huge, oh. though. That goddamn bucket fills every five steps. Oh, it was horrible. 15, 20 trash bags because he wouldn't let me put it in the garbage. 15, 20 trash bags of grass. Sitting on the yeah, but when you walked down in your backyard no. and it was like a fairway on the no. golf course, that's not what it was because those tiff lawnmowers need to be sharpened like every three days, so you get halfway through cutting and it would start making lines. Oh, it's the your lawn was nappy. It ended up getting a little bit like yeah, it got like halfway through you'd be like goddamn blade, and you'd have to lift up just a little if there was any sort if the ground wasn't completely flat. That tiff lawnmower dug holes. 
It was there was no give in that thing. It had to be perfect all the way, and you had to be great at mowing the lawn. You got to do that under raking uh, and everything uh, else. Oh, that tiff is terrible. You had it too. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's yeah. bringing back post traumatic tiff Ooh. disorder. I almost bought one. Oh, don't like do 10 it. Years don't, ago. don't do it. Don't I didn't. Do it. I didn't. Worse. For that reason, I kept asking people about it. And Seven blade reel. That thing mm-hmm. lock up all the. And you just dug a hole in the grass. Dad would come out and go, What the hell are you doing? Digging holes out here. Like, that's ah, a stupid mower. That mower is the most expensive mower. Like, yeah, it sucks too. Yeah, sell it to the PGA, pal. Exactly. I don't need it. Oh, so angry at that. Now you're making me mad about my mower. Right. <laughs> How's your face? Uh, it's getting better, still but it's still. It's still there. Still can't pop it. No. Man, still excitement. I, I tried to shower again this morning. I was just, just grinding myself up and oh, wasn't doing it. Why won't that thing give? For the love of God, I want you to taste that pus so oh. badly. Oh. I was tasting a little bit of it yesterday. It was just Indian food. Son, I get back to the gum. That's true. I, you Like, take a pencil and just <laughs> under the gum, just give it a little, it'll hurt, but it'll open. And then you'll live the dream breath. All that will go away. Because you're puffy again. As the day went on yesterday, you were less. You're, yeah. you're puffy again. Yep. This guy's not going to make it. <laughs> Tripp says to me yesterday, he goes, I think you were right about Brett. Like what? I think he's got Bell's palsy. <laughs> Tripp's diagnosing him with something else. I don't think. Uh, I think that's what, that's what people would think. Like they'd look at you and go, oh, the poor guy's got the Bell's. But, yeah. So we got to get that thing popped and ready to go. Uh, and, of course, yesterday... All the news could talk about was that awesome fire that happened on 40th Street, and uh, it was like uh, it was—it's a giant propane tank place. So they've got—they refill, they do a commercial, they have these giant tanks, and the news acted like they were reporting something that was, you know, bad. They loved every oh, second. They were hard. Oh, they were hard as a rock. The thing is firing propane tanks 400, 500 yards. Boom! Just. <laughs> Like missiles. missiles, just all over, hundreds of them, just shooting them out. And, uh, oh, this is terrible. If you, uh, and th- the one thing I love that they said, if you're outside by this area, just get, find shelter, get covered. <laughs> and all you're seeing, all that does is encourage everybody out there with their phone. The police or the fire chief was like, hey, we got a lot of people just standing around with their phones filming this. Y- you guys, we got, literally, we're shooting projectiles out of this thing. You got to get away from this. But we are stupid. Phone owners are dumb. Just, you know, let's get closer to it. I heard a lot of popping. Fire draws us in on a 120-degree day. People walk towards fire, morons. I was watching Channel 5 this morning, and they were showing, like, different people's home videos. And it was it was like literally the guy right next to the first guy was taken. It's like the same view, but <laughs> oh, Jesse Johnson feet. did yeah. this, and Freddie Mercury yeah. did this. And we're, Whatever. <laughs> He's amazing. <laughs> that guy's still around? But, yeah, I'm, same thing. I was looking at him. It's yeah. like, all right, you guys are you guys are celebrating this beyond. like. And then the one, Jared Dillingham, was great because he goes, look. Don't go film this thing. Just go home and watch your TV. We got it. And it was basically, look, we're, we're the creepy. And then the fire department put it out. Relatively nothing happened. And they yeah. spent an hour and a half just going, this is tragedy. But that's where their Emmys come from is those live breaking news stories. It was awesome. And to the firefighters that uh, put that, and the cops too, put those huge packs on, helmets, giant coats. Oh, walking around yesterday and that towards a fire it had to be 300 degrees. Uh, this is why we salute you as often as we can. Tip your cap. If you see a firefighter today or a police officer at all, just say, hey, guys, thank you for everything you do. All of them. Hope you don't have to suit up today. Oh, the fire in 120 degree in a propane tank. That ain't that ain't fun. And uh, those guys are uh, that call that came in yesterday they had to be like, oh, no. And it was from every city. 
in the valley pop by there. So it was a. If you see a firefighter or know a firefighter today, just say, hey, thanks for what you do, because we ain't doing it. It's like 40th we, Street in Washington. 40th in Washington. We film it. I just let it burn. There's nothing around there. <laughs> the only thing so about swap that is, meets there. Who cares? Yeah, and uh, cheap people who park there instead of, like, long-term yeah. parking for the airport. Yeah, that's and their cars are all damaged. Yeah, up, they're so not they're, insured. They're going to land today. <laughs> well, they could be. <laughs> what? <laughs> they might be gone for a couple of weeks, and I want to spend the time in the parking garage. You're right. They're probably not insured. Brett's right. Long-term parking, you take that sky train, all that. You just, yeah. you, you're, you're adding another hour to your trip. But, yeah, so those people are going to come home from their travels to a burned-out car, which would suck. Could you imagine with all the crap that's going on on airlines oh, right would... now? you got a two-hour delay. The two ladies got into a fist fight yesterday on a Frontier Airlines, and they had to land it in Denver and kick them off and then head to Vegas after an hour-and-a-half delay in a city you shouldn't have been in. Then you end up coming all the way back to Phoenix a couple days later after your fun weekend where you lost a bunch of money in Vegas and you land and you're like, "Uh, sorry about that. Your parking lot blew up there while you were gone. (laughs) Weren't sure who to call, but you don't have a car to get home now. We we apologize. We'll get you all straightened out. Oh, you'd just be blowing up. You thought the propane thing was hot. Your brain would explode. So uh, firefighters, cops, and all those people landing to find out that they don't have a car anymore. We salute you. It's a, uh, it's a it's a Bud Light moment. The old style ones. The old Bud Light moments, you know, the ones that we used to think were funny. Not these new ones. Everybody makes you gay. There was a fight on Frontier Airlines? Yeah, two ladies got into an argument about... There's got to be at least something. six camera angle. Yeah, know, there's a couple. Phones. There's a couple phone angles where... And they attacked the... This one wasn't just an argument. There was a lot of FUs floating around. And oh, man, I got to find that. attack of the uh, flight attendants. And then... They turned on some passengers. These two broads went nuts. It's Frontier, though. There's got to be a UFC ring set up inside there <laughs> yeah. already. Just I put mean, an octagon yeah. in it on, on Allegiant, Frontier, and Spirit. <laughs> Just, you know, octagon up. And Allegiant's kind of growing out of it. They've got their stadium rights now. and they're kinda pretty be- steady. They're becoming a real thing. Like, they were a little nerve-wracking at first, but that Spirit Airlines still has a reputation they can't shake. And that's mainly because of, you know, being Spirit Airlines. <laughs> and people that fly it flies close to my hometown. It's, who cares? You live in Rent Rockford, Illinois? Yeah. <laughs> Rent a car, for Christ's sake. close to my hometown. That means you grew up in a tiny, weird yeah. little hometown that's got that strange airport yeah. I don't there's a reason you should. There's a reason you're not there anymore. Exactly. And then I got this email last night. I had to express this one because this one had me thinking. It says, hey, guys, I got to let you know, my wife was just offered $1,500 to grow out her pubic hair and do private videos for this guy on Zoom or FaceTime. Uh, he won't take a, uh, a recorded, he wants live. He won't take a recording. Uh, then she was offered another $2,000 if she shaves it, bags it up, and sends it to her. Uh, it's She has a Quora page, which Quora is both, like, you can ask questions about, like, how to raise a kid. And then if you scroll down, you it's just parenting, some, parenting tips? Oh, it's just a bunch of questions. Like, okay. Quora is like one is like, how do I kick my drug habit? And then a bunch of people will comment, and as you scroll down, there's just a girl with her cans out going, do I still look young? <laughs> and I'm like, what's going on here in the middle of this? And then, of course, you're going to leave your, how do I leave my drug habit thread and click on her, and the next thing you know, there's her butthole. Like, it's just the You're in a different Quora's just the weirdest you're Taking a right pod. turn. It's all the internet in one thing. It's like, uh, I got bit by a dog. It, look at this. And then it's a picture of a guy with, like, the prong marks in his calf. It wasn't a big dog, but I sh- should I be worried? Uh, who has a dog that's bitten before, and what, what are the steps? And you're like, oh, wow. 
and scroll down. I was like, my dog bit someone once. Are these cans perky? Like, what? Wait a minute. I got to click on that. I don't care about that I dog. I can't help the dog bite. I don't care about that guy and his dog anymore. Because like, my sister and I have the same kind. And then I say, what? Well, that's your sister. And then just a picture of like a, like a close-up of a vagina. And it says, who's next? So that's what she's on is Quora. Uh, anyway, says, uh, this guy lives in London. Made a deal with uh, her a while ago to send him a vial of her spit and a T-shirt that she's worn that smells like her. And she did it, and he sent her money. So this guy's legit. We're talking $3,500 for her to grow pubes and shave pubes. That's 10 minutes of work, uh, you know, of shaving, and that's it, bagging it up. She doesn't want to. She says, what if he's trying to clone me? I'm like, yeah. he's, already, he's already got your spit. <laughs> yeah, you're already screwed. I think this is our future, and no guidance counselor ever, ever told us this was an option in life. They failed me again. <laughs> it's a good point. I don't know if I, I would allow that. Like if it, I would well, do it. Even if I guess the guy has a mannequin and he'll paste the pubes on that, put the... Uh, he's you know, in London. Just, yeah, if that's what I'm saying. If he's creating a person, I don't think he has the ability to clone you. Even if he does, you already sent him your spit. So if he can clone you now. You got your T-shirt and your spit. I mean, he can clone you if he's a DNA expert. So, yeah, for 3500 bucks. Don't shave that for a little while, and then, or have your husband do it. Shave your pubes, dude, and send over a bag of those. He's not going to know. And then he's going to have the worst clone of all time. It's going to be a real mess when he tries to grow a new one. Besides, Bruce Jenner, how much commerce has conducted that kind of biz? Tons. That's the. That's a, I mean, because we're hearing from that person. Yeah, that's what I thought of when I read it. I'm like, what don't I know? Like this dude's telling me that this was just kind of a happenstance from a Quora page. I've been on Quora before because it's kind of funny. Like, I have a, like, if you go to get a, like, you go to, I can do it right now. Q-U-O-R-A? Yeah. Quora is just a, it's a strange little, like, forum for people to chat in. Like this one. Can a narcissist ever become a good, decent, loving person? And you just scroll down to where the pictures get blurry, and you click on a blurry picture, and it's usually someone's honey hole. It's weird and hilarious. Like, a lot of it's really good information. Um... Yeah, like this is the second thing. And then the next the next question, can you prove you're wearing a bra at work? And then like girls just <laughs> have pictures. Oh, I got to get on yeah. this page. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you wish you looked like? You and you heard uh, and post the cheek up on the page. You're <laughs> yeah, post your face on there and go, hey, I've got an abscess. Any tips? Anybody want to want some pus? Yeah. And then within a few seconds, you'll get like, it's raining where I live. And then there's a girl on the, like just shows her nice. boobs in a wet t-shirt. It's like, what's going on? I just asked about a dog bite. So she's on Quora. I don't even know. Well, hopefully she's not using a real name. This dude can't find you. Send your pubes through the mail, for God's sakes. And you're right. Guidance counselors have failed us beyond belief. Sometimes a guidance counselor needs to, and it's because of parents, needs to look at a girl and go, you know what? Your currency lives underneath those clothes. You need to make a fortune. I wonder if guidance counselors tell people you're an OnlyFans superstar. No. They can't. Even though it's lucrative. And it would be, you know, eye-opening to a few girls. That, I think that might be like telling a girl today they, uh, you're a model. would phrase it, once you discover yourself, you'll make some money. They'll, yeah, maybe they'd, they'd well, what does that mean? It's like, <laughs> you're an Instagram influencer. You'll see. Take it to the next level. <laughs> do it. You can do some unboxing, and then you better show us your box, because I think that's, that's important to me. And how, how do they handle that when the, you know, the juniors coming in there and like, I want to be an influencer. Okay. 
What, well, what is that? Well, follow I, your dreams. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like, like, I don't think guidance counselors ever really cared about your future anyway. Uh, you, you could go in there and tell them I wanted to be a light post and they'd be like, follow your dreams. <laughs> like, they, they, I never had a guy talk me into or out of anything. I had a meeting every year with my guidance counselor. And this dude, I don't want guidance from you. A good gig. He's making 31 grand a year. Why are you giving me any guidance? If anything, I should have told you to work harder. <laughs> You're in a disaster job. I'm a high school you guidance counselor. Are you? You're gonna. You make less money than I do at the. I'm busting tables, and we're about even. I'm a high school guidance counselor. Wow, your guidance counselor should have directed you another way. What a nightmare gig that is. Mine was Mister. Was his name Garibay? He didn't care about me. None of them did. They didn't have any time to know anybody. Yeah, next, next person. All right, Mrs. Gable cared about me. She didn't care about you. She no, didn't, she, didn't. she certainly didn't tell you had a speaking voice for the radio. <laughs> That's what she told me. No, she didn't. No, she, she, didn't. she didn't. She said probably OnlyFans. You're going to see in the future there's a thing called OnlyFans. Let's get you on it. What did your guidance counselor tell you? Don't even remember. Mine was blue collar work. That was just anything not management. Your Your ceiling is somewhere around here, and it's not high. And I, I would tell him, I'm like, I like... Like, I, I didn't really want to do it, but I was like, I kind of like the idea of acting or, you know, comedy or something like that. And they're like, no, 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 no. And they, look, you're looking at me going, if it was, you're nobody's going to want to look at you on screen or on a stage. So let's get you out in the field swinging a hammer. But then they had to just say, they, every guidance counselor that ever talked to me had to think, this kid's nothing. He's going to fail at all of it. I was weak. I didn't look like I could pick up a hammer, let alone you know, have the brains to work it. I was just some dumb, giant-headed, skinny kid. That was Mr. Mackey staring at another guy going, you're going to die when you're 20-something. You're, there's no way. You're going to do fine in your family's business. Yeah. Well, the one thing, the one the one time he did talk to me, found out I was working at Tony Roma's. And he's like, oh, restaurant. Well, that's something you could be in. Or you could be a restaurant manager someday. Well, lofty goal set by a guy who's pulling in 30K a year. Thanks. <laughs> It's like taking money advice from a dude with a 420 credit score. Who's taking it more than that? Huh? That's what the school paid, and then his side gig in the yeah, three months. On OnlyFans, before you knew. He was on Q-Link on the Commodore 64, sending drawings of his dick in 8-bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no way. A guidance. I feel bad. If you're a guidance counselor right now, you blew it. Let me tell you, as the, the grown-up guidance counselor to a guidance counselor, you need to quit. I tell teachers that all the time. Quit your job. They're not paying you enough. You don't need to deal with this. Get out of there. Public schools, quit. It's my passion. No, well, all right, then shut up about the money. They all have the same recommendation. You know, IT is re- really expanding. <laughs> you could sweep up after the good IT people, I suppose. Work in the building. I see you peeling lots of onions. If I was a guidance counselor, I'd have had a crystal ball on the desk and tried to scare the dumber kids into thinking I had some sort of power. Pick up the magic eight ball. And where do you go to school to tell kids what, what they should do? Like, what made you a guidance counselor? What kind of training do you have to guess my future? Basically, you're a charlatan. You're a you're one of them psychics on the side of the road that you know the house with the neon sign that says psychic. That's a guidance counselor. Here are three or four options I see for you. Well, I don't care what you see for me. I don't even know your first name. Mr. Garibay. 
Tram, the options in nursing. Uh, you know, going to nursing. Ah. Already a nurse, sir. Already got the nurse. You got your nursing degree before you got out of junior high. That's impressive. Got it from mom. You're going to be a nurse. I have no option. Yep. And then I'm sure Keith Walls went in there and sat down, and the guidance counselor said, as one of the three black kids at Dobson High School, you're going to USC, and you're going to, you're going to play running back some, somewhere. He didn't know, but I would have said the same thing to the T.C. Wright and Toby Wright. You're going to be in the NFL. Get out of here. You're wasting everybody's time. Not me. No, I had no hope for I you. would like to know the one. It just made me think of the one guy that uh, only thing he played soccer. He played soccer in high school. Then he did go to MIT afterwards. That's he's he, a, Jesus. He was great. And he's a billionaire. Yeah. I want to know what they said to him. Oh. You, you know, oh, you could maybe soccer. I'm probably looking at his grades going, this kid's going places. Pretty smart. I can make a nice guess on you. Not me. Just nothing but D's sitting there. <laughs> Look at him as frail as an AIDS patient You know what, the just last get day. through. Yeah. <laughs> well, seeing as how you clearly have full-blown AIDS, and we don't know how that happened. <laughs> Why are we even talking about your future? Let's talk about tomorrow. I don't have AIDS. Yeah, you do. Nobody that looks like this doesn't have AIDS. Do you remember what they told you? Mechanic. Yeah, it was something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what they told I me. I tried that. They trolled me. They, they they literally talked to me about trade schools. They didn't think college was even close to like, you're not going to college. You're trade school for you. Like uh, one, well, of the, they, one of the bad ones. They look at your grades. And are, <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? They didn't. They thought they were going to be dealing with me for an extra couple of years. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you again next year. But I'm a senior. We'll see you next year when we're deciding on which trade school you're going to sully their doorway. Yeah guidance counselors but yeah they never tell you only fans they never say you should you know let's see your piece of deal what do you got can you offer <laughs> what do you have to offer the world because it looks like your brain isn't working so unless you're hanging a big one down there you have to go marky mark on everybody <laughs> if you got a big one and i'd show that off maybe get into porn or something it's lucrative it's a good business Brett's counselor was like, if you want to cook the books, you need to get, uh, you yeah. need to excel in math. Brett's guidance counselor <laughs> ran a, like a meat shop on the corner. <laughs> glad you come to me, Brett. I'm glad you come to me. Hey, look, you got a future. That's all I'm saying. With me, you got a future. Now, all I need you to do a couple little odd jobs. You're going to be one of us. It was the, uh, the meeting was at a table out on the sidewalk yeah. outside of the deli. <laughs> it's with their cappuccinos. What do you want to do? It's your world, kid. I want to do what Tony does. Let me get rid of Tony for you. That'll there be was easy. my guidance counselor. Man. There he is. There's your guidance counselor sitting outside of Central Once you House. become an earner, it opens <laughs> yeah. doors. It's Tony and Uncle June. Big pussy back there. That's you. <laughs> yeah, guidance counselor. Stop it. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I, they never actually tell you. But this guy's got us. He's got a. If your wife's got a dude in London that wants to give you $3,500 for pubes in a bag, what are we debating? Especially since she's already he's already got the spit, yeah. so it doesn't already, matter at this point. Look, she's already flashing it on Quora, and you don't care. Where? Wh- why does she draw this line? Like this dude's he wants her to do it, and go to the barber shop and pick up some clippings no, and send it. Just do just do your own, do hers, do some leg hair. Yeah, you could just, do. I there's mean, a variety, or just be legitimate in your business. You've chosen a business of flashing your beef to Londoners. You've already opened the door. Shave your pubes and be a professional. Because the last thing you need is that guy, Jack the Ripper, getting pissed off over there in London town going, these aren't the pubes I've altered. These are sort of a brownish. I expected high black. 
<laughs> I'm going to fly to America, find her, and slaughter her. He's not a stable individual over there in London. And hopefully you're not stupid enough to have your real information on Quora while you show your ovaries to the world. But be a professional. And I don't know. Dude, I think his name's Jim. Jim, your wife, girlfriend, whatever she is, you're okay with this? She needs to shave those pubes and give him some legitimacy. <laughs> Grow them out. Take the little FaceTime on there. And do FaceTime on a burner, too, because he could be an IT genius and figure you out from how you FaceTime. I don't know how FaceTime, you know, encrypts into somebody else's thing where maybe he could just knock on your door someday. And he's doing you a favor, too. She keeps it high and tight, then. That's exactly right. Yeah. He busted out, bust the bush out, have a little fun with a 70s yeah. porn star for a minute. Kiss the Kleenex, then yeah. roll them up in there. <laughs> right. Put some red yeah. lipstick on. Mwah, there's my pubes and a nice tissue in a bag. You got a client for life. In the man. <laughs> exactly. And at $3,500, and those are his initial offers, pretty soon you're going to have broomsticks in your ass for ten grand, and I'd do it. You're a quora whore. You're a horror. I think that's a Jewish thing. Yeah. Fire off your picks, and then, you know, when the dudes start to ask him, how much for your pubes? Nobody's, you know, consider yourself blessed. Nobody's ever asked Brady for a bag of pubes. You got money where you don't even know where, Brady loves money. He would do it. Mr. Krabs over here, somebody could get you cash for pubes. I don't ever see that dude on the side <laughs> of the street. I see cash for gold. Man, I'd be big money. <laughs> you got a lot going on. All day. <laughs> a lot well, of I could... No, 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 not so. I can, keep it pro. You just well, point it to I your back. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> you shave yeah, your Yeah, it would be, you know, it's a annual grooming, you know. Annual? Well, not annual. Good God, man. Monthly. <laughs> well, that's a drastic change. You're just making things up now. You went from once a year to 12 times a year. You know the difference. Either way, nobody's ever asked you for money for your pubes. And now if they did, you'd... What's the harm in that? I'll offer mine up. Anybody want my pubes in a bag? Holmberg at 98kupd.com. We'll negotiate from there. Here they come. I'm fine with that. As fast as I can grow them. It's like the beautiful agave plant down in Mexico. There's a tequila shortage because they can't keep up with demand, but I'll do, and that'll just make the price go up. They could have had a batch earlier this week. For you? Yeah. Gross. <laughs> you they're uh, a nice they're packaged up right now. I shaved my whole package off. Like just, just all of it's gone down to the skin. Alopecia boy, top to bottom, just to see how long. Oh, you're it takes taking to grow. this gig serious? Yeah. Man. Well, I didn't. I didn't know I was going to be selling them, but I, yeah, I gave it all up. I got a nice, you know, eight year old boy look. Did you razor too? Oh yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. I took the razor down, oh, nice. down, down okay. to the skin. Yeah, all gone, man. All gone. <laughs> yep, like the Israeli team at the '72 Olympics. They're all gone. <laughs> all gone. Uh, it's 618. Let's get a wake-up song. Start this beautiful day off over looking at her pubes going, nobody's ever asked me for those. How hot is your wife? Give her, give, give us her Quora page. we got to see this. that be a smoke show. Some dude in London wants her pubes? Come on now. Uh, well, give us a wake-up song. 585-9800. And by the way, you're all freaks to even have this out there. Brady's right. How many of you are going through something worse or similar? It's everywhere. Uh, scream it out together in just moments. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! It's out of control now. 98KUPD.
K-U-P-D. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Alliance! Thank you, Alliance. Well played. Uh, Our theme song for the year blazes into its eighth month. Oh my goodness. It's crazy. We keep going. Uh, It's 640 here in the morning sickness, and I have to say, I'm not a big fan of YouTubers or influencers or... I watched a Black Mirror last night. Uh, at the the title of it is called Nosedive. It's with uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, and I root for this to be the future because all of Black Mirror is very sci-fi futuristic, but still relatively close to our lives, just with some added technology that makes it like, oh, this could this could very well be the road we're on, and it basically turns into these eye implants in this particular episode where. Uh, the eye implants makes me look at you, Brady, and it would say, oh, Brady, and then it gives your rating, like an Uber driver, like yeah. you're a 4.0, and then I have to be extra nice to you because otherwise you won't rate me, and then so it becomes like your credit score, so when you try to buy a car, they're like, oh, we only have deals for people 4.7 and above. It's like, oh, so if you could get a few people who are 4.5 and above to give you five-star ratings, we can boost your score, but right now we can't let you into this apartment complex or get you this car, and it was all based on that. Which was fantastic. But I'm rooting for that because if you make a mistake in traffic, anonymous people can give you one star and drop your rating. So it's constant. You're constantly being rated by the society, which I love because it means so much to people to get, you know, thumbs ups and things like that. Now, this would be an incredible way to destroy society, which I think everybody's doing voluntarily with their Instagram posts and their silly needs for social media so i root for all social media to destroy the social media people in that regard i'm kind of ted kaczynski but i do have to give credit where it's due occasionally the cream rises to the top and i am a fan now of youtuber uh gideon 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 j-i-d-i-o-n it's a couple days old uh but i started to read about this guy he took um a nightcap and a blanket into a wnba game i don't know how he got away with that in the first place also did what I've done uh, several times, only he followed through, which is day of game. You take a look and see how much front row tickets are. And by the time the game starts, you might be spending $80 on courtside seats to a WNBA game. So he, he blocked out three or four, probably spent 200 bucks, took his nightcap and his blanket down to the front row of a game with, I think it was uh, Atlanta and who cares? So he's down there front row. Have you seen this, Brett? It's no. great. Dude's got a nightcap on, blanket, pajamas, and right during the game, <laughs> lays down in the four seats he buys in the front row and goes to sleep, like pretends <laughs> to sleep the whole game. They make him sit up. You can't lay down like security comes, and then he just lays back in his chair sleeping. Well, the WNBA has had it with this guy because a couple of games earlier that he went to, he got front row seats. Every time a ball would go out of bounds, he'd shoot it. <laughs> and they're like, you can't shoot the ball. He goes, it's a dead ball. You can't start shooting. We'll kick you out of here. And he's like, all right, which is no threat. 
the best part of this story is not that he did that. And the best part of the story is not that he was removed from the facility. The best part of the story is the WNBA recognizing they're useless. They banned him from NBA games. They took something meaningful away from him. (laughs) They actually said, all right, you pull this crap, guess what you'll never see? Real basketball ever again. There he is. That's him sleeping at the game. (laughs) It is so funny to see because he's making the point that you could get a nice Four four pack of seats in the front. There's dudes sitting so next to him. He's done it a and, few times because oh, here he is at another game. Yeah, I think that's the same one. That's where him. He, they'd move him into different oh, seats, okay. and he'd just like roll out and lay there around. He is shooting. Yeah, there he is shooting. That's at a different game, and he's firing off shots when the ball would go out of bounds. He'd shoot jumpers. I'm gonna I'm gonna follow this. Yeah, guy. I know this dude's yeah. worth a yeah. worth a look. <laughs> Um, he got a haircut at the U.S. Open. Like he's done some stuff. Most of the stuff he, most of the pranks he does are at uh, sporting events. But the WNBA admitted by not admitting that they had no leverage in this, and they banned him from the NBA. They basically said, "All right, fine. You're making fun of the WNBA. We know that taking away WNBA games is no big deal, but we will take away something valuable. NBA. So he's now banned from all NBA activity." It's because the big brother had to step in and go, you make making fun of my little sister? And then just hysterical. So he's won. Like, he made the WNBA admit they're lesser than with this one prank. And I, for one, love that man for it. And the pictures are phenomenal. And they asked, you know, a couple of WNBA girls, like, what'd you think of that guy sleeping? Like, oh, we didn't even notice him. You did, too. You can't miss that. That means you're more oblivious than I thought you were. If you can't see a dude laid out on four seats in the front row sleeping in a nightcap and a blanket, if you didn't catch that or somebody didn't poke you and go, look over there, you guys are completely unaware of your surroundings. Well, you've seen him play. You know that's yeah. probably the case. It's like it if somebody... floor laying the other way. If somebody made fun of KDKB and then Trip banned them from listening to KUPD, like they took away something good, hilarious. All right, you want to make fun of KDKB? I'll tell you what I'm going to do. You're not allowed to listen to KUPD. Oh, no, don't do that. We we didn't do anything to them. Kind of. <laughs> it's great. So, uh, Jadion, I don't even know, like, what I would do with this. Like, I don't want to just watch YouTube all day. That seems crazy. But anytime he does a prank, I'm going to listen to it because he made the WNBA uh, ask the big brother to step up and protect her. Can't can't fight their own fights. They got nothing to take away. They they offer nothing to society. And when somebody makes them mad, they take away the good thing, which they're not even involved in. Great work, Gideon, Gideon, Gideon. I don't know how to say your name. It's very difficult. Realize <laughs> how wide I am. I was going to say a, you're going to pronounce it wrong anyway. It's it probably matter. true, yeah. Gideon. I'm going to go with Gideon. J-I-D-I-O-N. That's Jadion and the way I read. <laughs> Falling asleep at a WNBA game is great, though. And no one would care. And no one tried. Like, nobody around him was, like, reaching up, tapping on him. There's a bunch of dudes that look like they've been forced to be there from some other basketball community. Like, I know that they made the NBA players, they forced them to go to the WNBA All-Star game. Because Seth Curry was playing in an actual golf tournament and somehow managed to get there by the second half down to Vegas. And then make it back to Reno for the tournament the next morning. He was forced to go. He doesn't want to do that. 
But they were like, they and again, admitting that their game stinks, the big draw to the WNBA All-Star game was how many NBA stars were going to be there. Jadeon's uh, description on Instagram is prisoner of sleep apnea. Yeah. <laughs> He's got an apnea issue. You could do this, Brady. Yeah, so he could. Uh, that's why. That's I a to... great one. I'm proud of him. Good stuff. So uh, if you're interested in following anybody, that's the one. Uh, Romy has emailed in and said, the pubes in uh, spit guy, uh, not going to clone you, but might be setting a murder plot up for you to get uh, it. In London, you can prove you weren't there. I'm still not worried about it. You got to find out for real. But you got to send that package to London. I would. It, it didn't cross my mind that you could be implicated in a murder or a rape if you start sending your pubes and spit all over the place, and then you just pour the spit in the pubes on the body, and your DNA shows up where it shouldn't be. That's kind of a black mirror in itself. But yeah, be careful with that as well. There's stuff like that you gotta you gotta worry about. And then this one says, uh, "These are the types of things I get in my email now." This is how grown up we all are. John, would you rather eat coconut out of underwear worn by a girl for a whole week without washing or live in Tucson with Guy Fieri as your apartment roommate? <sighs> coconut sounds pretty good. I was going to say the food in the underwear sounds better than what Guy would be making. I've had Guy Fieri's food. And, and Tucson. And, and, in, in, yeah, I'm going to eat the coconut out of the underwear because that would be a more satisfying meal than anything Guy Fieri could ever cook for me. Put some coconut right on the blood pad. Gum it together for a week. Toss in a little creme fraiche. Flippity flip flop floop. Money City Yum Town. Shut up, asshole. I'm going to go eat coconut out of underwear. <laughs> That's the bomb squad. Okay, it's a hot dog. Nobody gets that excited over it. Yeah, okay, I'll go with that one. That's. Thanks for the queries this morning. I guess I'm kind of human uh, Quora now myself. Uh, and uh, and they're also saying that uh, Arizona's transgender rule for sports is banned. So speaking of the WNBA, high school can now let the... I don't know that we've got a big problem with it, but they did have a ban on it where transgender girls can't play in girls' sports in high school. They just lifted that ban. So now they can. So girls' sports just got more interesting because uh, Ladybugs is real. If you're a boy who can't make the uh, you know the soccer team, put a dress on, start playing a little girl soccer. You don't even have to do that. Yeah, that's true. Just identify. But you know, if you're gonna do it, go the full nine. Start being a girl. Don't just wander around and say I'm a girl and wear you know your you know shorts and t-shirts and tank tops. Just, just go for it. Put the dress on. Put start being a little girly, and then just go kick ass on the girl field. It would be fantastic. Those kids on the cusp, you don't need steroids anymore. There's lucrative money to be made on the girls' basketball team if you didn't make the boys' team. Michael Jordan, imagine the, le- the legendary story that he didn't make his sophomore basketball team. So he had to work harder. Yeah. All he had to do to go to his, just go into a thing, hey, I'm kind of identifying as a woman. I'd like to try out for the girls' team. And there's no rules against that. He takes his dress off and he goes and dominates here at 80 points a night and 100 rebounds. Now will it go to the next level? Will it go to the college ranks? Eventually it's going to bleed into something. You, gotta, you know, then you're looking at. Um, you know, I'm thinking of all the scholarships and right. Do you give a scholarship to a so trans it's athlete? Like, hey, that's... This is okay, you know, because if it's fine in high school, right? Danielle is over here scoring 41 a night. I think Baylor might be interested in putting him on the girls' team. <laughs> As there's no rules in Arizona, dominant on the girls' high school basketball tour. 
42, 17, and 8 a night. It's like, man, Daniela is a good basketball player. 10 to 15 years from now, <laughs> there might be a competitive WNBA team. 10 to 15 years from now, there might not be a single <laughs> woman left in sports. <laughs> You're playing yourself yeah, out. You, you, you did it like you did the beauty pageants. You complained yourself and liberaled your way into this. There is a certain line you got to draw with this acceptance thing, and that's one of them. You're, you're casting yourself out of your own game. I think they they're said gonna, it was a high school kid at Tempe wants to run track, and then there's one in Tucson and wants to be on yeah. the soccer team. Okay. Yeah. Go get them. It's going to get down to a, well, they have to take uh, past the uh, polygraph, the lie detector. That, uh, <laughs> yeah. Are you really living the, like a girl? Well, no, because that would be illegal. I know, There'll but it's got to get to a certain point where they're like, it, they're playing themselves out. Yep. The women are, anybody that's accepting of it is just making it so this whole Title IX thing goes away. And it's all going to be boys in skirts. It's ladybugs. Rodney Dangerfield's going to be the coach. It's a bunch of dudes in dresses. And then you're going to run into that other team from Maryvale that seems to be, well, this entire girls' basketball team is 6'8". <laughs> How you doing? My name's Danica. I don't believe you, but all right. And then you just have second level, couldn't make the varsity squad boys basketball. In dresses. That's the only... You couldn't make the boys' team, you got to wear a dress, which is what we used to make fun of guys who couldn't make the team for. You just go put on a dress, you got cut. Oh, You're going to be in home ec, not PE. It's going to happen in the Olympics? Yep. It has to. Hilarious. So, yeah, so good job, Arizona. Yeah, they, they banned it. And then the one guy who's fighting, and what he is, and, he's, and the funny thing is, the dude that's saying this shouldn't be is being demonized as a right-wing crazy who hates transgenders. Yeah. And he's basically saying, ladies, I'm trying to protect your thing. So a federal judge that's banned it uh, in Tucson says, nope, green light. Trans can play with the ladies. And this uh, one dude in town, a superintendent, is like, Tom Horn, that's his name. I can't believe you're doing this. Like, ah, you're a Nazi. It's like, I I thought I was kind of... This is the most liberal I've ever been in my life trying to say the ladies are getting screwed on this deal. He's being—he's basically a feminist. Yeah. He's basically standing up for the women while they're screaming out, oh, you're a transphobe. It's like, no, no, no. Okay, whatever. Just let it go. This will be at the Supreme Court. That's what he said, Tom Horn. said, it's going to Supreme Court. Said, and we'll let them decide. <laughs> and I don't know where they're going to go. But pretty darn soon, women are going to have to have Title X. <laughs> Title IX is going to be a bunch of dudes. There's going to... There could be no title. Nope. It'll just be guys guys playing guys. With an occasional girl mixed in who can put up like six or seven. But she's not going to be shooting over Danica. You know, the kid with bad knees who's 6'9 and couldn't make the varsity team but can dominate lady basketball. <laughs> it's the old, you know, when you get there and you're picking your team on the playground. Oh. With the transgender. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, if you're the captain right now and up against the wall, you get the one dude in a dress but he's 6'4". Or you got, you know, Stacy. Uh, taking my chances with yep. the big one. I'm going to go with that tall lady over there. So I'm not real sure as a lady. Adam brings up a good point. He says, you know, the funny thing is you never see a girl change over way. to a guy and then try to nope. play the guy sports. Never goes the other way. This, you know, that's the argument to me. I've said that here a million times. There's your science. There's proof that it's one way. Yeah. That, you know, the, the boys who... You know, girls who can't make the girls' team never go, well, I'll just try it for the boys' team. You, you already know a girl trying to transition to be a boy is not going to make the boys' team. It's just not going to happen. 
It doesn't. Megan always tells me that. She was like a really good soccer player in high school. And she goes and then played on the boys' team because they're Goldwater, Gold Bongwater High School. Evidently was like, you're good enough. We think he, it was the speed difference was in high school. She goes, we couldn't keep up with them. Those guys were crushing us. Like, it was just amazing. We, we, they were all cocky thinking, we can play with them. They were letting us practice. This is a pr- first practice, we're like, nope, never again. Not going out there. Couldn't, could not. At, it was speed, mostly. Like, we just couldn't keep up. You go back over there with the girls, gear down a little bit. You're, you know, you're at Ford Low. <laughs> you, you know, you're rock crawling compared to what these boys were doing. That's so keep what, it up. Uh, I would think the Supreme Court would have to take a look at that. It wouldn't be fair on the other side of it. That, it isn't. It's not fair it's, on either it's side. Just one way, like you said, the the girl transitioning to be a boy yep. isn't going to be able to play open tryouts. That's the future. Kill the gender and just say anybody who wants to try out can try out, girl, boy, or otherwise. And we do not have a requirement that we have to have a girl on the team because that's not, nope, whoever's best. How about that? Well, then there's no diversity. All right, then start your girl league. Well, we got to have trans in that. Then it's a boy league. You don't understand what you're doing to yourself. Like we talked about a couple weeks ago with the Netherlands Miss Universe winner was a guy. Oh, yeah. But again, my point being, no man ever said these pageants shouldn't be about beauty. It was women who made beauty pageants about storytelling, smarts, and answering political questions. A man was inevitably going to win that eventually. It obviously wasn't about beauty because that, no, that beaver is not pretty. God. Second place was a smoke show. That I know. dude was. Oh. But because it's not supposed to be about looks, it's supposed to be about quality answers and logic. Women didn't stand a chance. They, they, they built their own bomb. They stepped in their own mind. Beauty pageants should be about substance and not shallow stuff. Well, who do you think enters beauty pageants? Not substantive people. People who realize they're good looking and can get away with it. Uh, you, all right, we'll get a substantive person in there. It's going to be different than you expect. And it turns out it's a dude and he's going to go to Miss Universe now. <laughs> the runner-up runner is winning pageants for eight years. This guy rolls in two yeah. months. Two months. It didn't take him long at all to figure out the, the formula to go. I can whip their asses all day long. There's no bikini contest, right? Nope. I'm going to win. Thank Christ. Dude, you got to get in on this. It's a $50,000 scholarship. This is gold. They're not even beauty pageants. They're called scholarship pageants. We're tired of being objectified. Okay. We're going to win your contest for a little while. What's your skill? I'm going to build a house. And then, uh, <laughs> I'm going I'm to demo this kitchen. I'm going to put up a new modern kitchen. Because I got both the, uh, the ability as a man to build and the uh, creative ability as a homosexual to uh, make this thing beautiful. So watch this. We have four minutes. I'll have two left over. Just hammers out a brand new kitchen. It's a nice triangulation of the supply. Oven, fridge, microwave. You got that all right here. Sink. It's functional. It's beautiful. Uh, I miss Netherlands, by the way. How you doing? <laughs> Did it to yourselves, ladies. You keep cashing yourselves out of stuff and then calling everybody a transphobe. Uh, people on your team. I also pee standing up. <laughs> yeah, I can piss standing <laughs> up. That's my talent. Watch this. No hands. Bluetooth. <laughs> Wow, Miss Netherlands took a long piss standing up, wrote her name in the snow. That's what I do, Miss Netherlands, goddammit. I gotta have talent. See what I'm doing? I can't compete with this. That's right, sister. You get back in my kitchen that I just built for you. So anyway, good luck, ladies. Good luck.
This person says, in all fairness, Megan probably could have played on the boys' soccer team at Bongwater. They were garbage. <laughs> That's true. That is true. But even the worst team, Bongwater's stoned soccer team, she couldn't keep up with those guys. And they were just a bunch of 420s running around trying to get a letter on their jacket. It happens. What are you going to do? They couldn't get a letter for playing hacky sack, so it's like, all right, well, it's close enough. I like kicking stuff. There's chicks out here, bro. I'm not even trying to run in fire. Yeah. You get under that. It's just silly. But, yeah, that Tom Horn's right. He's a feminist. He's a feminist. Just like I've been a feminist for the WNBA. I think it's the worst thing that's happened to women and proven when they don't even take away WNBA tickets to a guy who's done bad at a WNBA game, they take away. <laughs> he can't go to Suns games anymore. You can't see anything good ever again. They'll come back and say, it's all of it, John. Well, that's it's what he's, uh, well they, they're trying to lump them in. They said all NBA activities. So they, but deep down, we all know what that means. The dude didn't want to go to WNBA games in the first place. We want to make fun of him. Oh, that's it. We're taking away your liver. My person, no, you're never allowed to eat liver again. Oh, yikes. What a punishment. He took away something I didn't want in the first place. You and, take away my season tickets. And Disney on ice as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'll never event. see another one of those again. <laughs> also, you're banned from all Little League games. Oh, no. And children's recitals. Oh, my God. <laughs> what have I done wrong to deserve such punishment? Dion. <laughs> <laughs> nope. They took away something awesome. A chance to go watch, you know, Steph Curry and John ja Morant go back to back. It's so stupid. It's all crazy. Our trans, our trans listener, Aiden, says, uh, there's a trans man American boxer doing pretty well named Patricio Manuel, but you're right. No one ever talks about the female-to-male trans during that. Yeah, well, depends on the competition, too, because I guarantee you Patricio Manuel is not fighting the upper-ranked people. They're putting some tomato cans in front of Patricio to get a story. And Brett's people are probably involved a little bit. Take a couple falls so we get this transgender story out there. We do a little marketing. <laughs> They do that a lot. Boxing will put up guys who've never boxed, sparring partners. And I've been in the boxing uh, gyms a few times where some of these girls who are going to go pro, you know who they used to put in the ring with them to work defense? My dumb ass. I didn't know what I was doing. That was when I was brand new to this. I had a girl so angry at me once because I was dodging her punches. I'm like, hey, I might be pretty good at this boxing thing. <laughs> it was like within a month. And my old trainer before I had Ray was this kid named Josh. And he's like, just hop in there with her and she'll hit you. She's pretty fast, but she's just training for a couple of new fights. She was young. She was quick. She was good. Then she got in there after she was training with me. She landed a couple of shots. There's some women that can punch. I mean, no, no question about that. But in a boxing ring, uh, the skilled boxer, you don't want to do that. So I did the defense. She got in there with a girl and just beat the living out of this poor girl that had no opportunity at all to defend herself. And I was brand new. They used to put me in there. So that would have been the thing if it was like, hey, Holmberg, you want to climb in there and make a couple bucks and... Take on the champ. Make it look good, and you can take on the trans champ. I'll do that. How much? We'll give you $1,000. At the time, that would have been awesome. All right, I'll take a 1000 bucks to you have to go down. Yeah, make it look good. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Brett knows that phrase. Make it look good. <laughs> okay. You go down in the third round. Yeah, you'll, you'll just get sleepy in the third round, if you know what I mean. Give it a couple of minutes, but get tired in the third. I'm like, okay, we can do that. There's no big deal. But yeah, so good luck with that whole thing. Oh, what? Is he here? I don't even know what's going on. Jimmy Fallon's outside. Uh-oh. Ladies and gentlemen, this is never good, although it's fairly energetic. 
the host of the Tonight Show, even though the writer strike has kept him from being on. Jimmy Fallon. Come on in, Jimmy. He's got nothing else to do. Oh, my God. Put the pen down. Put the pen down. Put the pen down. What is happening? Hey, Brady. Brady's here. I see Brady over there. Okay, Brady, what's going on? How are you? How's the strike going? It's not going well, man. I can't write. I can't do anything. I'm just like, oh, this is improv. Oh, my God. I'm just making it up as I go. Oh, good. Oh, my God. It's crazy. Hey, Brett, what's going on? Ah, Brett. What happened to Brett? Oh, my God. Have another drink. It, it looks like it's yeah. better. I have to get my blurry vision going. It looks like Brett's been in the ring with a tranny. Oh, my God. Deputy dog. I would say that uh, you could watch the Tonight Show tonight, but it's all reruns. Blake Shelton's releasing his album two years ago on the show tonight, which is great. A rerun of that. And then uh, another rerun where we discuss COVID a couple of times. And the, and the whole crowd is in masks. It's an old show, but you know what? They're still great. Dick in the box over again. <laughs> yeah, we're going to take care of that. That's what stuff like. Excuse me, man. So good to see you guys. It's amazing. So excited to be here. Tony Bennett's dead. <laughs> what? That's right. Tony Bennett, the great Tony Bennett, left his heart at the hospital. It's not beating anymore. It's over. <laughs> He's not going to be around anymore. It's not going to be a drink. A bottle of champagne? Get a good bottle. Yeah, pour him in. You know, drop. If you have some champagne, pour it out for my homie Tony Bennett, okay? Just a little dip down a little brute out of the ground for Tony Bennett tonight. He's dead. Uh, age, uh, ridiculous age of like 86 or something. He's crazy old. Like maybe 96. 96. Almost, almost 100 years old. We're not going to have him anymore. He's not around. Tony Bennett is dead. And uh, he's gone. And everybody loved him. And uh, he was the best. And remember he did that song with Lady Gaga? And you looked at the video and you said, Oh my God. Between the two of them, I would f- Tony Bennett first. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah, his dead body is still more attractive than Lady Gaga. But he did that song with her. The tire nobody remembers. And it, of course, he was just a legend, an amazing man. You're unbelievable. It's good to see you. It's great to see you, Brady. Yeah, Brady. good to see you. It's great to see you. I hope Enjoy you do your okay. uh, time off, I guess. I've just been sitting around. I've been, what are you, you going to do? I go pick it for a little while, and I just drink myself into a coma. That's <laughs> <laughs> ah, Brett's face. <laughs> My God, Brett looks crazy. I don't know what that is, Brett, but I'm afraid of you right now. Anyway, good night to everybody. And hopefully, see we'll see you soon on the Tonight Show. My first guest back, I guarantee you, will be Blake Shelton. <laughs> Get out of here! All right, so long, everybody. Goodbye, Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett's gone. Yeah. I just found that yeah. out. Tony Bennett is gone. Oh, my God. I can't remember who told the story. We used to tell it all the time about... Maybe it was Pablo Francisco. We were it chatting might have been. About it, but we always took that story from him, which was fantastic, that he would... Walk on stage and ask the front row. How you doing, everybody? It's Tony Bennett, the big show today. Who's here from New York? Somebody raise your hand. What do you do for a living? <laughs> Bottle of champagne for that table right there. Welcome. What are you guys here for? Um, AIDS convention. We all have AIDS. Bottle of champagne for those folks right there. <laughs> Never heard what the person didn't said. Matter. Never heard at all what the person in the front row said. My wife left me and I wanted to come here and afterwards I'm going to kill myself. Bottle of champagne for that fella right there. Good luck with your wife. <laughs> the late Tony Bennett. Somebody just sent over a Miss Netherlands side-by-side to uh, Butthead from Beavis and Butthead. And it's it is close. remarkably <laughs> close. But again, Thanks, it's more Dave. interesting to listen to. <laughs> Tony Bennett had I left my heart in San Francisco. Oh, what else? Uh, he did all the standards. Uh, 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 at the end there, though, it was just some shaky stuff. Yeah. Left my heart in San Francisco. Bottle of for you, Brady. At our old station, we had him come out to, we had like 50 or 60 clients. And we went up to the, at the time where the sanctuary is. And he sang around the piano. 
Mm. And then he did a did a quick uh, art thing because he was doing yeah, he was doing paintings. art. He was yeah, he was an artist so he whipped well. out a painting, and uh, someone won that in a drawing. But uh, to see him around that piano was pretty amazing. He was probably eighty at the time, sixteen years ago. That'd be oh, it was longer than that, yeah. Oh, that, yeah. yeah. So I guess it was seventy fives. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> like twenty years ago he was seventy five. Jesus. In the early two thousands, he was in the seventies, and people were like, "Yeah, Tony's not much longer for the world." But I don't even know his other stuff. I know he did standards and his things. biggest. Is this him? Yeah, this is uh, the most played one on like Spotify. For you, I Body and soul. For you, dear, only. There's a battle that's better than forever, buddy. Why haven't you seen it? I wonder if you could... All for you, body and soul. Young people don't like listening to this cool... The hipsters do. I think the hipsters might, to try to score with chicks. Who's he singing with? Doesn't say. Or is that him? Oh, Amy Winehouse. I was going to say, that's that dead girl. You look like a crackhead, baby. Bottle of champagne for this one. I don't think she's going to last much longer. And then here's the old standard everybody knows. You got any H, Tony? I got some H for you. Bottle of H for this lady right here. The werewolf witch woman that looks like a crazy person with a beehive. Oh. Seems somehow sadly gay. Huh? The glory that was of another day. You're all right, right, Brett? We don't have to worry. Were you, was your dad going to be okay today? I was already here, so I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, no. Otherwise, I'd have called in sick again. Yeah, you guys have to have some sort of a shrine tonight for Tony at the house. Has your dad texted you already this morning? <laughs> Can you believe it, boy? It's happened. We lost Bennett. Be doing a little Sambuca when I get home. That's right. Light it on fire, right? You got it. Good. I like the old version better. When I was 90, it is Bottle of champagne for me and old me. <laughs> yeah. High on a hill. Yeah, you used to be able to like play this and have a girl come into the house. It calls oh. to me. One of the best things I ever did was Sinatra. But I mixed in some Bennett and some standards, but it was mostly Sinatra. Valentine's Day, living in a condo. Made dinner. Waited for the lady to come in, you know, from a hard day's work. Dinner set at the table. Little Tony Bennett, little Frank going in the background. She walks in, candles. What's this? It's for you, baby. (laughs) And this stuff's winning. And a few seconds later, downstairs neighbors. You want to turn that down, please? (laughs) You can hear that? Yes. It's blasting. It's annoying us. Sorry about that. It wasn't romantic to everybody. I thought more people were coming in to, you know, be you know, wooed by me. No, they were just tired of listening to this. I must have been doing it for about an hour while I was making dinner. It's very weird. <laughs> well, Tony's gone. And uh, half the people don't care or remember and probably thought Tony was already gone. He'd been sick for a while, right? He had Alzheimer's, I think, or something like that, dementia. 96, you're not escaping. 96, you're going to have something going goofy. 96 is too long. He's 10 years overdue. 86 is too long, but at least to give you that. That's too much. But goodbye, Tony. We'll miss you. And it's always good to have Jimmy help us out. Let us know who's coming and who's going. I think my grandma was it. When I, whenever I think of Tony Bennett, my grandma pops. But I don't know that she knew she was listening to Tony Bennett. I think she just had stuff on. 
I don't think she really cared who she was. John, my mom was a Johnny Mathis. Like, she liked him. But I think that was her way to dabble in the dark arts in Indiana. Like, you know what I mean? She, like, she liked him. Like, I think my mom would have uh, crossed lines and banged Mathis for sure. Like, that was her dark-skinned crush. And in Indiana, that was not, you know. She couldn't go as far as Sammy Davis. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Sammy Davis would have been like, they'd have moved her to Gary. <laughs> like, yeah, my, my, you know, you grow up in racist Indiana, and there's dividing lines of where, you know, white people don't go here, and black people don't go here, and this group doesn't go here, and everything's kind of quartered off. My mom had a thing for Johnny Mathis, and I think it made my dad upset that she would, she had that. And he was kind of olive-skinned more than he was anything else. But Tony Bennett was my grandma's thing. She had that on a lot. I don't think she even knew. She just had it on. I don't think she knew. I don't think my, thinking back, I don't think my grandma knew much about anything when it came to that. Like, she didn't know who or what she was watching. Was it a big music? Uh, I don't know. I just don't think it, I don't think it registered with her that to go out and get a record. Just, she just put it on there, you know. Whatever was on was on. But he seemed to be on the house a lot. That and dangerous propeller fans with no guards. That was my grandma's house. So goodbye, Tony. You bring back uh, all those memories of almost being chopped to death by window fans in the Midwest that didn't yeah, have guards my, on. My dad didn't get um, many albums, but my grand his father did. Loved them. Had a lot of yeah, music. Yeah, it was a. Uh, I, I remember my deal. dad got uh, like growing up Johnny Cash. <laughs> uh, you know what's weird though? It's like the, the Western Tony, singer, the, what was his? Tony Bennett's of the world. Never wrote their own music or did anything else. And we always come down on people now. So we don't even write their own songs. They're manufactured. I'm like, all of Sinatra, Elvis, they didn't write their own music. No. They in came fact, in and that people handed them stuff. was written by did. someone else and a bunch of people covered it. Yeah, Louis it's the standards. And, it's the, they yeah. had the standards that were written. And then these guys and came they in. they just and, used to throw them around. You all, everybody it, you did it. it. Within oh, yeah. like a year. It's like Sinatra, an Archer, Dean Martin, everybody's did the same songs. And yeah. nobody wrote one of them. Yeah, they had writers. it now. Yeah, at, yeah, and it's Rod Stewart and Buble, mm-hmm. and they all do that. But we get mad when it's like, oh, you know, Harry Styles, at least, you know, he's writing his own. So these pop singers, we get so mad. Oh, it's all computers and they're manufacturing. I'm like, all of it's, it's always been that way. Yeah. Sinatra, Elvis especially, is the most manufactured thing in the world. He just had a ton of talent his own way of doing the stuff he did. He wrote a couple songs. And it songs. didn't matter. I mean, yeah, whatever he would cover. If Elvis, if you get Elvis to do it, For it's going to sell. For a while there, if he touched it, it was going somewhere. But Elvis wasn't exactly like, you know, a prolific songwriter. He, he didn't write much of anything. Some of his best stuff, he didn't like it. Suspicious Minds and things like that. He had, a, he had a touch in it. but And they always say that's a song about how Elvis felt about Priscilla. It's like, no, it's how the people around him saw what was going on and wrote a song. And I was like, Elvis will kill this. And some great stuff. Ora Lee was just a, you know, just they just tagged words and made it love me tender and I think it was Love Me Tender. I don't remember which one. But either way, I don't know why we do that to songs now. Like, if you didn't write it yourself, you're a loser. It's like, no. You're not singing it live. I don't understand. Pop music's always been that way. Tony Bennett's a perfect example. I don't know. Did Tony Bennett write a song? I don't know. I don't either. How did that happen? How did you get discovered? You just showed up and started singing other people's stuff. And like, there's there's one. That guy's amazing. Let's just record him doing stuff. I'm sure there are a few people behind. Uh, That's exactly dead, you know? right. I got this kid. You're going to love him. I said you're going to love him. <laughs> so, yeah, Brett's people in charge of all that as well. Anyway, goodbye, Tony Bennett, at the tender age of 96. And surprisingly, didn't die of old age.
Mauled by wolves on a hike. Who knew? <laughs> he was gored by a bison up There's north. nothing left. <laughs> they ate them all. He's all gone. All Tony Bennett was was a meal. Wouldn't that be amazing? I always marveled at the guy who played Q in the Bond series was 95 and died when he was thrown from a vehicle he was driving. I'm like, that would I'd have lost that bet. Like, how do you think this guy's going to die? He's 95. I'm like, he's going to sleep it off. Nope. Shot himself out the back window. Wow. <laughs> seven. Well, that's quite a fall for Q. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? Uh, wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. It is hot right now, so now's the time to get that bike serviced. And, uh, well, that Action Ride Shop's the best place to go. They got the best wrenches in town. Doesn't matter if you just got a little beach cruiser, you roll around the neighborhood, or you got a full-blown pivot mountain bike or something. Action Ride Shop is the place. So actionrideshop.com, or you can basically just check them out in person. Go down there. Gilbert Road and Southern is where Josh and the boys are at. On the list, Pantera, Fear Factory, Disturbed, uh, Buck Cherry, Living Color, Stone Sour Soil, Bad Religion. Uh, somebody hit us up for the Clash London calling for Pube Lady. <laughs> so, <laughs> just kind of funny. That's gold, because dude in London is asking for the pubes. Yeah. I love it. Want to go with that one? I think that's solid. We haven't it's played solid. the Clash in forever. London Calling's a great one. All right. And I wanted to put this lady in. I thought this was in Miami, Arizona, but it's in Miami, Florida. Because it sounds like something that would happen in Miami, Arizona. But the story that's going around, I wanted to make her a potential candidate for uh, bag of the year. We live amongst them, but she's not from our city. Uh, This lady in Florida hired a hitman to kill her (laughs) three-year-old. I mean, really? You need a hitman for that? You're not not thinking that one out too well. (laughs) I mean... How about the hitman? I'll yeah, do I'll do it. I got that. That's easy. What do I need? A, a, a rattle and a bottle? I can get this kid out. Kid, here's a Tide Pod. Yeah. <laughs> mm, these are fun candies, young man. Yeah, eat three of them. Thanks, mister. And then all you got to do as a mom is tell the kid to take candy from strangers. Have a stranger go by with some Tide Pods. This is easy if you want your three-year-old out. Well, how about that hitman, too? Nah, I killed a three-year-old. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Big deal. Yeah. Big whoop. <laughs> Pussy. Just had a big job. I took out a three-year-old. <laughs> How'd you do it? Uh, Long-distance rifle. I don't know. You just give him some Tide Pods. Brady's right. You poison a little chocolate. But she had it in her mind that she didn't want her three-year-old anymore, and she couldn't bear to do it herself. So Didn't want to make the call and say, I'm, I'm you know, too big for a shelf or something, you know, to leave him at the fire station? or yeah, maybe, he's, maybe it's like Toledo's dad. It's like, I'd rather not have him come find me someday. And just kept leaving them in drawers. Uh, yeah, she she visited what she thought was a hitman for hire website, but it was a parody site intended to assist law enforcement. And in an attempt to have the boy, quote, taken away far, far away as possible to be killed ASAP, uh, willing to pay up to $3,000. That's $1,000 for every year that kid walked the earth. Or, well, you know, lived on it. She said uh, she, her listing started with got to get something done once and for all. It's just too much. These are human beings well, that are like, yeah, yeah, you are. Police said she provided an address where the boy lives with his grandmother, a recent photo of him and a phone number. I guess the kid's got a phone. A man who runs the website contacted the Miami-Dade police to see if this was real and they found out it was. Like, my God. Our parody hitman site just drew in a mom of a three-year-old, and she's in. She offer meds? She, uh... 
I don't know what that is. The grandmother told detectives she took a photo of the boy, which was posted on the Hitman website. She's like, I took that picture. And the child's mother was arrested uh, this week at her dad's house where she's been staying. The arrest report states she was confused, but the full statement was redacted when she released the news to organizations and said, yeah, she's just nuts. We we yeah. lost this one. Yeah, man. Uh, judge only set bond for $15,000. I think I'd have killed her that day. That's enough of you. No coming back from that, really. No kidding. I don't even like kids, but man. Yeah, I, I don't like real... I don't like them, but I don't want them to, you know. Not right. I don't think there should be a uh, cottage industry of hitmen taking no. down toddlers. So many other options. In fact, if you're going to do that job, the only advice I'd give you is to make it equal. you got to hire a, another three-year-old to do the job. And it sounds like her mom and dad were kind of... No, they're not. They didn't know. I think they were oblivious. To oh. So they were taking care of the baby because... The dad was taking care of the the mom, and uh, the mom's mother was taking care of her grandson. So I think they would kind of had work something out, and then Looney Tunes was bouncing all over, and then just said, "That's enough. It's causing too much trouble in my life." Yeah, if you got to have a hitman for your three year old, the hitman has to be three also. You have to give the kid a chance. A three year old, you give him a couple thousand bucks and say, "Take care of this," and then they might end up being best friends. Yeah, I guess adopting a kid is hard, but. Maybe this is what's going to happen since they overturned Roe v. Wade. See a lot more little three-year-old hitmen casualties. And that made me wonder, too, has this happened before? Have, on on a three-year-old hit? Yeah. Uh, have, hit there off? had to have been a three-year-old hit at one point, and then people got away with it. You know, like that Iceman Kuklinski, the world-famous hitman that had you know a family and all that other stuff. But it was just a serial killer, murderer for years and years. And if you ever watch the interviews with Kuklinski... He's the Iceman for a reason. He has absolutely no feelings at all. I bet you he'd have killed a three-year-old. He actually said no kids was his one rule. Not that the price is right. But it makes me think that, you know, she can't be the first one to think of it. I hope she is, but she can't be, right? And and there's multiple movies about the hitman, you know, stopping everything and then get to the kid. Right. Now they won't shoot a Jason kid. Jason Bourne. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they stop right at the child. Can't do it. There's a child. What kind of hitman are you? All those feelings. It's out of control now. The pumpkins will be well represented at Alopecia Palooza over there on uh, 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 Copper Blues on July 28th. We're getting ready for that thing. They're in it. Hold on. My book's way over there. Thanks, Rich. Got to get my stuff. Yeah, Alapicia Palooza, July 28th over at Stand Up Live. My birthday party, if you guys want to go, having fun. Toledo, how was your birthday dinner last night? It was good. Uh, Rodizio Grill, a little Brazilian steakhouse. There you go. Uh, lots of meats. Full up. God, You're going to have too dirty full. thighs later today. Dirty thighs last coming night, out of you. John, last oh, night. I already passed through you. Well done, my man. Like a bullet train. <laughs> That's gross. Uh, well, happy belated then to you as well. Another day. But next week we can do it. Uh, you can celebrate Toledo's birthday. I'll have sure. Palooza. We'll all have a, a blast. Day drinking. nine of my 56. By the way, we did get the uh, Chiching Chavez for hey. the party. We're going to have delicious Chiching Chavez at the party next Friday. It's free. Just come on down. Not the Chiching Chavez, but getting in is free. You got to pay for your beer. Don't be a deadbeat. Come down. Sing along. Dance. Drink. 
celebrate my 51st, and then we move on. We move on with our lives, goddammit. Uh, and now we move on to the news that Brady knows. We call this the Brady Report. It's brought to you by our friends at Hooters. Head to Hooters for scrumptious seafood specials. A dozen oysters, $20.99. A pound of snow crab legs, $22.99. It's a seaworthy summer here at Hooters. They're telling us that. Dive into the ocean water. It's nice and cooler. Enjoy it. Thank you, Hooters. Brady reported. Good Friday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. We've made it. Hi. Happy National Be Someone Day. Isn't that what uh, Navin Johnson used to say? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be someone. I'm in the phone book. Stuart Smalley. The phone yeah. book's are here. Yeah. The phone book's are here. <laughs> he hates these cams. Be somebody. That was his ad campaign mm-hmm. when he had the little drink with the with the umbrella in it. And it said, be somebody. That's from The Jerk. And it's National The Jerk Day, then. A couple of basis fun facts. A guy named William Willey invented daylight saving time. Okay. And his great-great-grandson is Chris Martin from Coldplay. Oh. Martin Van Buren is the only president who learned English as a second language. Was he Dutch? Grew up Dutch, yeah. Oh. You know, well, Van Buren. I mean, it's, you got a van in front of it. You're yeah. pretty safe on that one. Bix ballpoint pens have a hole in the top of the cap, so if a child swallows one, it gets stuck in their throat. Learn that in Air can school. get through the. Oh, yeah. is that why that's there? Yeah. So, so they don't have to trade kids all the time. Because <laughs> you know why? That must have been a problem before. Yeah. You'd poking holes in kids' throats all the time because they were eating pen tops. How about that? But you know what the the new ones the the like the white cylinder ones and not the clear cylinder ones they don't have a hole in the top of the they cap. They don't. Kids can start dying again on right. pen caps. Kids don't use pens. No. They use computers. So yeah, now they take a pen cap. I don't even know. I've seen a pen cap in years. Just the little clicker button. Yeah, there must be a couple in, uh, in like sharpies. Room. Sharpies don't have. Oh it. Yeah, yeah, you could eat a sharpie cap. Yeah, Brady's yeah, got the one. one. Yeah. He's got a hole in it. It's got a hole in it? Oh, yeah, it's got a vent full. How about that? That That kid can breathe with that for years. (laughs) (sighs) Just like Brady without a CPAP. (laughs) In a new job survey, 58% of the people say they're either somewhat or very underpaid. Well. 2% say they're paid too much. Who's going to say that? (laughs) I get way too much money for what I'm pulling. When asked about occupations... The ones people feel are overpaid, politicians, pro-athletes, CEOs, lawyers, investment bakers. That's what people think are professions that are overpaid? Yeah. Yeah, you're wrong. Be a lawyer for five minutes. Yeah. You may not like their results or what they do or how their morality works. Those dudes work. The way the world works. They make a lot of money because they're willing to read the papers that you signed. And didn't read. That yep. phone book you signed to buy your house, you didn't read word one of it. And when things go sideways on your HOA, you just signed it. They're, they're the, the ones who have to fish out what happened there. They're the pros of the user agreement. Yeah, they're also the ones who wrote it. Yeah. yeah lawyers deserve their money. I love that people always say that lawyers get paid too much until you need one. Then you're like, oh, this guy's expensive, but I, I don't want to go to jail for this murder I didn't commit. I understand. Yeah, and then also, uh, <laughs> Brett just heard murder and he understood <laughs> And that's why uh, when you get a crappy lawyer, they don't get paid much. They're called public defenders. And by the way, you're f- if you've got one of those. 
According to the U.S. Census Bureau statistics, 34% of people 15 years old and older uh, believe that uh, that uh, they're never going to be married. Why you say like that really disappointed you? Well, that really hurt choking you. that out. That's up from twenty three percent from nineteen fifty. Young adults don't want to get forty percent of them say they think marriage is outdated, an outdated tradition. Which I thought that was kind of uh, maybe low a little bit. You thought maybe more of them thought that? Yeah. I don't think little girls dream of getting married anymore. I think gender confusion probably plays a part in this. Yeah. I do. I think it's like there's too many options now. Like, ah, why would I? Why would I lock down to one? Look at Jade yesterday. She took everything, dude. If you're 15 years old, the last thing you're thinking about is locking her down forever. You ask a 15 year old, goes, you think uh, being with one person forever is a good idea? Like, no. But that's also because the 15 year old doesn't have to go work in the flower factory anymore. It's a good point. Yeah, and raise their kids. Yeah. Yeah. Ask a Mexican 15 year old at the quinceanera if they ever want to get married. It's like, yeah, somebody's got to help me with these kids. But yeah, I don't. Uh, you you make it sixteen different options. You're sexually fluid. They've been over sexualized, and now they're just kind of you know I can do whatever I want when I want, and they check out of things real fast. I admire the fact that they kind of have some self recognition that their attention span is not a forever thing. <laughs> Why would I do that? I'm going to get bored with that person. And the other uh, factor too of uh, coming from. Um Families that, uh, you know, you were brought up, your folks divorced. Sure. Doesn't look like a viable uh, business arrangement. A lot of the times your parents hate each other. Yeah. Alex said a very uh, 2000s kid thing last night. Having divorced parents is awesome. Yeah, sometimes it's great. He goes, got two Christmases. He goes, I get to have double birthdays. He goes, goes, I figured this out a long time ago. Yeah, a lot of kids did kind of like that. I had a friend whose parents got divorced, and we were all sad. And then he had, then we were all kind of jealous because he right. got to go on two and different Christmas trying out do each other. Yeah. Oh, it was a contest. Yeah. Like he had a one week Christmas with mom, and she took him somewhere. And then the next week, he's in like Jackson Hole. Hey, you had the greatest junior high and high school life of all time. But once you get older, it's a pain in the ass because then yeah. you got to spend time at this parent's <laughs> house. True. And if you spend ten minutes more at this parent's yeah, house, you, then you you're fixed, an asshole to the yeah, other one. Yep. But you fixed it. They got married and lived in the same house again. They did it again. I know, but I had to go through it twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, two divorces like, from the same people. The yeah. pain in the ass you guys God, are. Damn it. a lot. <laughs> Where do you live now? Yeah. Jesus Christ. My parents got divorced when I was 32. So there was like no emotion. Like my sister was a mess. And I'm like, what's wrong? We're not orphans. This is, they're, they just don't want to be together anymore. I get it. It's just so sad. Our childhood's dying. No, it's Our not. Our childhood's long dead, sister. <laughs> yeah. You're in your 30s. Yeah, you, you lived it pretty well. Yeah, and you did a real good job. Ask all the Manuels yeah. over there at Horn Mesa. around Mesa. You were good at it. <laughs> it's, yeah, so she was all upset. And I was like, this is great. But then you're right. Then Christmas became horrible. Oh, yeah. It used to be somewhat tolerable when they got along, man. Oh, and they still they're oh they still try to make it like they hang out. They oh, it's and a, Alex is yeah. pretty fortunate on that because there's kids that have the double Christmas. That's yeah, an absolute light sure. nightmare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think a lot of kids see it like because they don't know what marriage in the sanctity of the union is supposed to be. So they look at it like, oh, okay, I got two houses now. It's almost right. like being a little millionaire. I got dad's house and mom's house, although dad's house is usually kind of a cruddy studio apartment for the first year or two. Both our boys' parents got divorced when, when, the, when the kids were two, so they don't have any memory. 
They don't know what that's supposed to look like. They have no memory. So they just they just know they've always known two yeah. houses. So we don't ever had a dad. Right. You can do it. It's not optimal, but if he, if your dad let you over to go to the gold miner's house too, it would have been gold. Uh, well, the ideal of it probably. Yeah. I think I think the reality of the family farm at that time. Yeah. His brothers and sisters had a little more cake. Oh. So. The other thing is, my one friend Mark had leverage every time he was mad at his mom. I'm just gonna go live with dad. Ooh, and then the fights would start, and he'd pack up, and then she'd sob and weep and give him whatever he wanted. It was I, great. I kind of called that bluff a few years ago. Sure, first few, t- but I think that I think dads do because they're like, "Good, leave." That's, Moms get nervous yeah. that their baby's going to walk the streets. An assistant manager at a Burger King in South Carolina is facing up to twenty years in prison for allegedly serving French fries out of the garbage. Some twenty years. Two Sundays ago, cops responded to a call at the Burger King in Union, South Carolina. When they got there, two customers were screaming at a 39-year-old worker named Jamie Major. Oh, yeah. Well, he's 39. I was going to say, he's pushing 40 and he's still doing the fries. (laughs) This dude's been spitting. You'd be grateful you got the garbage fries because the alternatives were worse. Guarantee the DUI bikes in the bike rack out front. (laughs) And it's got a flat. Oh, yeah. He's just pissed off. It oh. turned out two women seen the guy take the old fries out of the trash. Yeah. Dump them in a container. Put them on the fresh fries top I shelf. I don't think I like middle-aged people in my fast food. I think I might leave that fast food place if I walked in there's a couple 39 viable 39-year-old grown-ups. Have you seen the retiree at McDonald's? Retirees don't bother me. They don't mind those guys. They're just filling time in life. Right. They're just they got they got bored and they want something to do with their day. 39 and the best you got is dipping the fries in the thing. Your history sucks. Your future sucks. Your current sucks. You're not happy with me. I'm not happy with you. I'm leaving. How you doing? My name's Trent. Used to be an investment banker. Till that bitch took everything. Can I help you? I'm going to do it your way. Black Monday hurt, too. Yeah. I just have a chicken sandwich, Trent. My pleasure, asshole. <laughs> That's the one, yes. Nice car. I used to have one of those. Okie doke. You see that over there? Okie <laughs> That diamondback with a flat on it? That's mine. That's, That's my the- A to B, you son of a bitch in 120 degrees. The one with the two-cycle engine on yes, it? Yes. I had to manufacture. <laughs> I got to get there faster. I live eight miles from here. I don't want a 39-year-old go dip in my fries. Pedals home, opens the front door. How many Grimace shakes did you make today? <laughs> <laughs> you think he's got a... A lady at home that's, she ain't sticking with 39-year-old fry guy. That dude lives all alone. He puts his drink. Unless she's a sandwich artist. Uh, well, then I trust him even less. Cause <laughs> that's then a he, power couple. Then he deserves it. No. 39-year-old guy's going through a horrible stretch of loneliness, isolation, and misery. Dipping fries and throwing the wrong ones out. And just, well, these people are going to, I'll just reach into this. They won't see. We're just yeah. about to close. I'm not making yeah. new fries for these assholes. He spends, I guarantee you, every night in his Jansport, when he leaves the fast food place, he takes a bunch of those little cups that are meant for ketchups, and he puts <laughs> them in his Jansport, and he goes home, and he beats off in all of them, caps them, brings them back the next day, and he's been pouring those all over your food forever. Brady had to have it told to him the other day. I don't know if you were here that day. When he used to, well, maybe you were, when he used to tell the guy at McDonald's, How you doing, chief? He's like six. You make me a grilled cheese, McNow. They don't have grilled cheese. So Brady thought he had buddies behind the counter at McDonald's in the mid-70s. But what we learned was 8- to 12-year-old Brady 
ate a lot of man. Oh. How dare you special order off the menu at McDonald's as a kid? I didn't. My mom would make the order. Yeah, well, she ate a lot of man too. So you're bossing Bunny around. Oh, yeah, I didn't make it. She go in there and get us a couple of McGrilled cheeses. They don't have them. They'll make them. And put it on this broad's tab. I got a guy. <laughs> and you got some 18-year-old. going to pay for yeah, it. Some 18-year-old Zeppelin fan looking at your popped collar. Little golden bear upper Arlington yeah, ass. Yes. Make my boy a special off the menu sandwich. You got it, lady. Give me one of those special Ron cups that we make at home. <laughs> pour it all over that little Dick's grilled cheese. This is a different cheese. I today. like this one. This one's... <laughs> Most of the time, there's a sharpness to the cheddar. Today, there's some sort of tang. <laughs> smells like bleach. It's like a sisu tree down here. It's like fun, dude. And now it's time for some science news. <laughs> Ooh, you made queso. It's, it's also fondue and liquidy. Why don't, you, why don't you make me up another one? You got a second batch of Ron? I got a whole load of Ron. That kid's going to eat more <laughs> today than anybody. Give me 15. You might as well be... Marilyn Chambers, he's going to eat so much This is McDelicious. <laughs> you want another one? We'll make you another one. You guys are too generous. Fire up another GC. Get some more Let's send out Mayor McCheese. <laughs> I want to meet the mayor of this place. You're <laughs> I, running a fine establishment. Something smells like bleach. The guy in the suit's not supposed to talk. You remember how John how Hoffman used to draw him with the culottes and the propeller hat? That's I him. Just, I just picture him with his hands on his hips at the yeah. McDonald's. Now draw, <laughs> now draw him with the culottes, the propeller hat, holding the grilled cheese in his hand, and just a face full of. <laughs> this is all weird now. This one's almost all liquid. I need a cup for my grilled cheese. It's so runny. The good old days. What'd you use, brie? Oh. Ah. <laughs> yeah, you have no idea how much you've eaten. But my hope for you is uh, that you're right about the Bible in heaven. And then when you get to St. Peter's, they rerun your life to you. And you get to take a look at this kind of stuff that you know, you turned a blind eye to your whole life. And you're going to see, Jesus, I make 80 of those grilled cheeses. John was right. That guy's Mayor McCheese is even jerking off in a cup. <laughs> you would get the... the mascots to do it, the Hamburglar, the Fry Guys, all of them. There's that grilled cheese dickhead and his mom. Thinks he owns the place. How you doing, boss man? Two grilled cheeses today. I'm feeling peckish. And now it's time for some science news. <laughs> he hates hearing it. Hello, my friends. Professor Brady Bogan here with your science reality. news. And I know it's true because when I was at like six, we went to a bowling alley. And I was like, I want a hamburger. I want no cheese and no pickles. No. The, the kid at the bowling alley staring at me. And I was throwing out everything I didn't want. Like I was like my mom was making it for me at home. And I go to get, eat it. And I took the bun off. And it was just covered in flies. That was the best he had. But he was putting something on there. And looked at my sister's too. Hers was covered in flies. He took care of the whole family. He hated all of us. And he was not wrong. Special order at a bowling alley. Not at the UA McDonald's. Yeah, at the UA McDonald's. It was a, it was constant Brady. Gold, the golden arches. Here comes that guy, Bunny Bogan. Oh, get his grilled cheese ready. <laughs> you ate a lot of that. KDKB guys are jealous at how much you've ingested. <laughs> <laughs> you got a belly full now. It probably still doesn't all come out. Pardon the pun. A study pinpointed the sunniest place in the world, and it's not in Phoenix. Dubai. It's a plateau in Chile. Oh. 
it gets blasted by more of the sun's rays than any other spot on Earth. We got to be high on the list, though. We're up there. Yeah. Yeah. We only have like 20 days of clouds. Scientists may have finally figured out a way to predict earthquakes. GPS data shows there's a tiny slip in the tectonic plates about two hours before an earthquake happens. So you got, you got 120 minutes to run. Yep. Yeah, that's just but chaos. We'll need sensors that are 100 times better than the ones we currently have. I'll tell you this also. They probably have a warning system that'll let you know it's about to happen in uh, two or three hours. They're not letting the public in on that. If they told you, oh, my God, two hours, potential horrible earthquake. Can you imagine what San Francisco would look like running all at once east? Oh, more people would die in that. Because what you know, you know, what do you do? Go uh, stand outside for the next two hours. Just get in a door frame. From yeah, or a door (laughs) frame. Stand in a door frame and wait, and hope that your underground gas pipes don't explode. You ever gone to the store and uh, realize you forgot your wallet? Oh yeah. You won't need it at Whole Foods soon. You don't. They've been testing a gadget that lets you pay by scanning your palm. Hmm. Now they're rolling it out to all their stores by the I'm end out. of the year. I don't want stores having my biometrics. <laughs> yeah. That's dangerous. I don't know. Dr. First, first you're sending pubes. Yeah. Now you're, now you're <laughs> having yeah, you implants. Your pubes, pubes are floating all over the world yeah. via the mail, and now you want my, my handprint, too? Uh, somehow or another. Well, I already have. Well, you can pay with your phone at most of those places. Like, I forgot my wallet a couple spots and had my phone do the job. Luckily, they had the... But for the most part, you can pay with your phone. The next time you feel a little hungry, maybe sit with that feeling for a minute. A study of the University of Michigan found our bodies might age more slowly when we're hungry. No. Jeez, I'm never going to age. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. No, Brandon. They said, um, uh, the other they way said when you're hungry, you yeah. take a break um, from it. You don't immediately attack the hunger. Yeah, well, I'm always hungry. <laughs> uh, yeah, well. I guess. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. It's not working. minutes here. <laughs> yeah. So it's one way that. I mean, if you think you've got a model's body because of your current situation. I Google guess. is testing a new AI that can write breaking news stories and headlines. Fake ones? The end of journalism. Oh, yeah. No, it's the end of a lot of things. Yeah, that potentially sounds that We have to embrace it. Work. Don't fight it. We have to embrace it. It can be your assistant. That's what I think we should look at with AI. Let it be our helper. And stop being afraid that it's going to take over. Let it give you ideas. Let it give you a little spark. That's fine. But don't rely on it. And I think that's what lazy uh, humans will end up doing is just let it do all the work. And eventually then it will. Then you'll you'll make yourselves obsolete. In space news, uh, not a big deal. An asteroid as big as a 20-story building got closer to us than the moon last week. No one realized it until two days later. <laughs> not, not a big deal. We are not paying attention. Wow. Asteroid headed directly past Earth. We didn't even know about it. You might have noticed the Maybe that's why it's so hot. NASA is almost ready to launch a mission to a very valuable asteroid this fall. Cool. It's full of so much iron, nickel, and gold. It would be worth an estimated 10 quintillion dollars. We're going to lasso this thing and bring it on to Mexico, aren't we? Here you go, gang. Now spruce this dump up, and then we're going to make it a state. 
10 quintillion dollars? Yeah. What is that? A lot. Yeah, I know. That's That's a lot of dough. How many zeros are in that? Quintillion of them. (laughs) What country isn't going to try to catch this thing? Right. Why, if you're NASA, why are you? Uh, why are we not trying that to press pull this out? Into, yeah, don't, don't talk about the ten trillion, ten quintillion dollar wallet flying by. Musk is already up there. We got to have something going. Maybe that's why we've been building these stations and stuff and all this like secret travel asteroid to go lasso this bad boy. All we got to do is hitch onto it, ride for a little while, and figure out how to pull it. Call Bruce Willis and Affleck. And yeah, you know. blow it up. Yeah. We got to get up there and mine this bad yeah. boy. Is there any way we can get it in our gravitational pull and make it an asteroid that hangs around the planet? We got to catch this bastard before the Russians or Chinese. Science. That's just science news. Well, now it all starts making sense about this space thing we've been on. We're dying and screaming for these. Ten quintillion dollar baubles that are floating, and by. is it one of those things where the launch has to happen at a certain time because that's the you know when it's close because then it starts. I don't know. Floating, you got me. Further away, but if we brought it here, away. wouldn't it devalue all the stuff that we've got? Because now we'd have a glut of it. Well, it could if, to, if they get enough. You'd be of able it. to set yeah. the market because you'd have all of it. Right? That's true. As you, as you disseminate like it to beers, the public. you'd be De Beers. Well, you'd be a target. Gold could use a little jump. I mean, there's not a ton really? of gold Really? How much around. gold you got? <laughs> no, but I'm saying there's only so much. I mean, they pretty sure. much have a pretty good yeah. tab on But if we had loads of it, it if would actually it. devalue it. Now it's yeah, like anything, you it. could drive it down. Yeah. And it would make it less valuable. But still, even if it even if it drops down uh, to eight quintillion, <laughs> I'm going to be a little disappointed, but I'm going to make it on top of the Forbes list. But every nation that didn't have it would just nuke us. I mean, we would be an ultimate target hanging onto that bad boy. That would have to be. Maybe it is a bad idea. But just let her float by. Have you heard about this massive American theme amusement park that's opening in Oklahoma in twenty twenty six for like twenty bucks a person? Right, it's cheap. American Heartland theme park. It's huge, and yeah. it's. Uh, it's got a little taste of America throughout the theme park. So heroin, Narcan. Uh, there is a little bit of Fat that people. over there. No, they they basically did. Uh, this is what it would be like if you're living in the East New York City, like a theme town. Oh yeah, or like you go through well, Disney. Vegas have that. There's a yeah. There's a couple places that will have something like this, but this area has like four or five different park uh, feature attractions. Like it would be living in the 1950s. So then they'll have rides around. Theme so I'd go to the around. theme park. I'd head around Manhattan, and I'd have some guy going, "Shut your f-ing kids up!" <laughs> yep, I'm trying to sleep up here. I got a job to do. So New York they, is horrible. They break it down to the uh, Great Plains. So you'll have like uh, windmills, silos, barns, uh, the Bayou Bay. So I got to go to Oklahoma. Big Timber Falls. Wait a minute. You're, you're telling me go to Oklahoma City. And get a taste of America. Drive past all this stuff and then go see the features. Unless you live in Oklahoma. Oklahoma. If you're in Oklahoma, it makes sense. But if I'm in like uh, Seattle, I would drive past all the stuff that I'm going to in the Great Plains and things like that. If you're in Seattle, then you know you don't have to go to Big Timber Falls, (laughs) that feature. But you might want to go to Stony Point Harbor, which is a New England area. Maybe a good... You want to fly over? And, I don't want to go all the way to Boston. That's another four hours. 
they have a huge water park. They have an RV park with 750 parking spaces. Yeah. A campground with 300 cabins. Now that's America. RVs and rudimentary homes. They have a, uh, a map, of a rendering of what it looks like. It's pretty amazing. Do they have Baltimore on there? And then like, you can go through and feel what it's like to have been on the wire? Um, maybe that's in the Great Plains area, Maryland. but no. I mean, it's Maryland. I don't think that's in the Great Plains. It's the eastern seaboard. That might be more east. I think it's as far east as you it, can go. <laughs> I think you're looking at Stony Point Harbor, but that's too much. Yeah. That's further east, northeast. I want them to do, like, bad parts of the country, too. You're right about the, uh, you know, the Midwest part, Is though. Tucson on there? Oxyville. Blech. Oh, yeah. They do have Maryville. Electropolis. Oh, Maryvale is not a, it's not a fun park-themed area. <laughs> Electropolis of it is. is basically their <laughs> version of Disney's Tomorrowland. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great if Tomorrowland, they had that statement and everyone in it was Chinese? <laughs> they were just trying to make some political statement. We keep it up over here. This is what Tomorrowland's going to look like. A bunch of them running all over the place. The Chinese. Keep it up, America. Tomorrowland's just transvestite and Asians. And keep loving that K-pop. Korea's coming, too. Oklahoma's not the place I trust uh, on how they view the rest of the nation. Uh, I think it's out that we've got a new um, cocktail, canned cocktail out. Okay. Um, It's a vodka and um, fruit combo. That's a big big theme right now and uh been one since yeah, i was in high school it's pretty much been around <laughs> trash for a while. can juice yeah, yeah. vodka just it wants to be the juice. anti bud light it's gay water this guy came out with it i thought There's bud light was the gay water that was well evidently were. that's what he's saying because so he's, he's offended now and wants wait a minute which way is he leaning launched? he loves the gays or hates the gays he loves the gays oh okay so he's yeah. teaming up with bud light well, the key issue is Bud Light tapped into the fact that they didn't understand their core audience and enough uh, didn't know enough about them. So this guy basically came up and he's like, "Oh, embrace the fact we should cater to the community." So it's fruity twink vodka. Yep. Well, we've got that. There's the can. It, it's yeah. But it's literally called gay water. Yeah. <laughs> And okay. I didn't even know there there was already some beverages out, um, gay beverages. So it's it's a, a gay beer. I didn't know there was gay beer. This one is vodka and soda with the natural flavor, and it's got a watermelon on it. So there you go. It's for everybody, I think. Yeah, I think there's four flavors: watermelon, lime. You can order peach. some up, Brett. Brett's I'm looking at that one. That. I'm not drinking that for two reasons. Nope, I'm not touching that one. <laughs> <laughs> There's, I uh, can't go walking around my house with gay watermelon water. <laughs> my dad had beat me to death. There is already gay beer and so gay rosé. Okay. Available on the shelves at your uh, Total Wine. Don't or tell wherever. Kid Rock. Yeah, I still struggle with the idea that <laughs> he'll buy it yeah. and then shoot it. <laughs> He's going to shoot another case of that stuff. Great. Gay water. That's what Brady was eating in those grilled cheeses. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of it. Man, I, if, if I could get a time... I, I've said it before, I'll say it again. If I get a time machine, I used to think I'd go back and, and kill baby Hitler. Now, it would just be walk around with Brady as a kid and watch how much he eats every day. <laughs> pushing his weight around at age eight. 
Spot free. He would. No way. You know, he used to wander down to the drugstore and just start taking stuff off the shelves as a kid and go, put it on the mom's tab. And then he'd walk home and they'd be like, that little mother is going to eat so much soon. Man. You ate more Upper Arlington. What a little prick. Yeah. Little entitled no, dickhead. <laughs> we hate you as a kid. Not how it went down. <laughs> how did it go it's down? Exactly how did it Did you went go down. to the drugstore and say, put it on my tab? It was as an a kid. IGA. It, okay, was it a was it a child telling? I, I wouldn't adult? go put it on my tag. What'd you say? They would see I'd get the uh, pop tart, whatever the snack. <laughs> right, walk in, like just him. take it off the shelves, like I said. Next, and and say, did, you, um, did you pay for it? Then what? They said, "Would you?" They knew. Who uh-huh, uh-huh, that's like, right. Because you, you like were the asshole they hated. Next, I'm, I'm still right. Yes. <laughs> would you like to have it on your mom's tab? Yeah, <laughs> you know me. You were five and through the. Do you know who Bill I am? Go to the Bogans, hop sing. I'm out of here. Man. No problem. Enjoy Pop Tarts. I especially make frosting for you. <laughs> Eat my <laughs> you little mother. You ate so much of it. The, the worst one is wandering into that McDonald's and off menu, firing off, looking at your little smug face. Let's see. I don't think I like your options today. I'm going to go off the grid. You're right, because they always have had those little drawers full of pre-made stuff. Yeah. This is before the drawers. So, oh, wow. Yeah. That's how, well, look how long ago. They, they weren't. The drawers were. They always had the drawers. Just what you wanted at McDonald's. I don't know. I remember they, they, they had the flat top fryer. when they, The deal with McDonald's always was. They would hold them, which, right? Which made it a special, different restaurant. Yeah, they, was had how, they, they had them ready. They had them ready. Hot. All they did was heat them up on those old flat tops, and now they can do it on the warmers. The only difference was the McDLT. What they didn't have was... They didn't have the grilled cheese in the drawer. <laughs> That's right. That's they freshly didn't. made. You know what else? They didn't give to you their That's way. That's right. The <laughs> they didn't have the ejaculate in the drawer either, yeah. but they found that too. That's exactly That's the easy. Point. That's they, right. For you, they had it pre-made. <laughs> There's that son of a bitch. Fam got a new Woody Wagon. You guys want to see it? No. They saw Pop you. off a cup of grilled cheese for him. Put it on my mama's tab. Oh, God, I'm going to put something on your mom's tab in a second. They saw you walking in and would alert everyone. <laughs> I wonder if your DNA is even yours anymore. Oh, I didn't ask you. You come up with a McDonald's employee. Again, the from McDonald's the was only, you know, once in a blue moon. We didn't go too often. Once more. Because I had, had Sciota, and the they made grilled girl. cheese right. over there. And those. Yeah, don't do 23 Best grilled cheese in Here's town. And this idiot <laughs> would sit and go, hey, Leroy. How's it going there, Brady Booger? How's your family? <laughs> hey, hey, you're not supposed to talk to the whites. Anyway. Because that was a rule when he was a kid. They changed it shortly thereafter. Anyway, what are you talking about? You told me that they didn't allow blacks out with the people. No, that was Archie true. Griffin was the first one in. In 1976. Exactly. Yeah. How old you're were you? You're talking about members. You no, were you're 12. talking about members. You were 12 years I was old. 12. And yeah. the help wasn't coming out other than to it, help. It wasn't that. He was... <laughs> Archie was the only one that wanted to join. That's exactly right. Because why hang out with all these racist crackers? I, yeah, I agree. Like, why would them. I want to join there? Because their family was great... working in the back of one. Those motherfuckers are the worst people on the planet, I tell you what. I hate my life right now. Driving up at all these people. You know, it's the pro shop. Leroy worked, worked there for 30 years. <laughs> Leroy, fire up a grilled cheese. You Leroy know was never the grilled cheese guy. You know guy. who's Bill to put it on? He was the bartender. He's been in the stag bar. I'll be right back, Brady. I'm going to go get you some grilled cheese. 
under his breath. The bogan motherfucker. <laughs> hey, that oh, little man. bogan motherfucker wants a grilled cheese. You know what to do. I made you a queso sandwich. <laughs> yeah, I made you this. Now we buff made- those golf shoes twice, Leroy. <laughs> you wandered around the country club ordering around the black people to make you special sandwich, and you thought it wasn't full of stuff. The only people they could do it to were the kids. Right. That's who. That's who. They weren't doing it to the members. The kids weren't privy to the taste. The snack Shack didn't have any black workers in there. Whoa, well, that's not surprising. <laughs> Unbelievable, Brady. I've never said this before, but that is disgusting. Signed, Kimmy Granger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she does is eat that stuff. You have to embrace your reality. You were. Yelling at Scatman all the time. That boy's always up my ass. <laughs> he shines. I don't know what's going on. Oh, easy with that. Yeah, one. careful with that. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen The Shining? I'm going to whoop your ass right now. Don't do it. <laughs> His parents are members. They get us thrown in jail. You just have to deal with it. I've seen The Shining. I think I shine. I'm going to whip his ass. I'm going to do it. Hold me back. Why don't you make me a grilled cheese? I like you. <laughs> Can I take you to show and tell? Real story. <laughs> My friend Olive did that. Was Olive? I know you still <laughs> did it. You grew up. How many in a did you ask before you got Olive? To did Olive ever make you a sandwich? Oh, she was the only one. Did she Olive ever like make you a sandwich? No. Huh? I bet she I did once so. or twice. Just clean my room. I, I just. I would imagine Olive oh, generously. That's right. She was the maid. Uh, yeah. No, Olive was not the maid. She unsolicited sandwich maid. No, she was an exchange. Uh, oh, student that lived with I us made for it three worse. months. Yeah, yeah. They shipped her in, and then he took her to school to show her off to other white kids. Because you grew up in a different time, friend. Where were your exchange students from? Canada? No, no. She all Kenya of them was from Africa. Oh, I know that, yeah. but up until that point, if, if and she was actually um, a worker, not you know, she's outside of had her uh, degree. Yeah. College degree. They, she was a social worker, right? So she was coming over here to uh, basically do like an internship here in the United States. That's right, man. She came over here to watch the little boy that eats twenty pounds of <laughs> every day. She'd heard about him in Africa. <laughs> <laughs> They'd have taken you to show and tell in Africa, and you thought because yeah. I'm a little white kid from Ohio. But really, what they were oh god, yes, I'm on, god. And what it would have translated to, this little boy eats 14 pounds of every day. Look how big they are over there. He eats the man's poo-poo <laughs> in his sandwiches because of what's called entitlement. He likes the poo-poo. He eats the poo-poo in the sandwich. Does not know. Oblivious. Uh. Hi, everybody, African. <laughs> My name's Brady. Kind of dark in here. <laughs> That's a joke. You'll get it someday. Tough room. <laughs> Tough room. Ooh, feel like I'm at the Apollo. <laughs> it's just dark for everything. I Where's the law? Where, where do I rub the law? Oh my god! I just love because <laughs> Sandman's gonna sweep me out here if I don't start getting some smiles. <laughs> Let's get to some Brady videos. <laughs> Your history is so tainted. Wow. Even Brett yeah, is going, Brace wow. Yeah, I know. I'm staying out of this one. You treat minorities poorly, Brett said. <laughs> <laughs> I was, yeah, that's the time machine I want. The time machine back to Brady Boat. With you, though. I'd take, it would be like uh, I was, you know, the ghost of Christmas past. <laughs> I'd drag your ass back to look at your child. How much did I eat? Tons of it. You were a dick. 
You thought you owned the world. You were seven. Guys, okay, so hold up. Was Brady the guy that tossed his keys to Dr. Martin Luther King and said, park it close when there's a shiny quarter in it for you? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and don't bring my keys inside. I'm with people. <laughs> I have a dream that your head falls right off your little crack-ass body. <laughs> yeah, you, you grew up in a different animal. The first Brady video <laughs> is an idiot doing a selfie. Uh, doing his last selfie. Oh, is he dead? This he, is it, huh? Yeah. He's climbing a weird little rock that's on a very strong angle. And it's over a gorge, and he's parkouring mope. He slips, he goes, and down he goes. Yeah, the screams of the other Thai well, people the, let you know. Where's the ending? Yeah, you didn't get to see anything. You just know it didn't end well. Oh, yeah, that's bad. Well, the length of the amount of time they're screaming says it's a big hole he fell in. Yeah. But Brett's right. This is a PG-13 you know, finish. Yeah, yeah. It didn't uh, have the Crandall finish on there. Oh, I don't know what I'm looking at here. This is the uh, this is toe chicken in India. They serve You've eaten the this. <laughs> You've had this before. This guy's a butcher oh, with his big toe. Oh, with his toenail. Look at this. He's got his toenail oh. sharpened to cut the chicken into... Oh. I like how he keeps looking up. No one can see this, right? i got to cut this chicken. we got orders. This is how... Uh, Poor goblins used to do their tenders. This guy's I would have like, had him out front if he had a toe like that. <laughs> Brady didn't know what was going on. I will make the chicken for you, fat man. There's no problem. Why don't you fire up a few uh, strips for the old man, huh? Wow. You have got it, my friend. F*** you. <laughs> you ate so much. I haven't seen uh, <laughs> anything from the kids getting hurt in a while. <laughs> Okay, oh, here, oh, we, yeah, go. here yeah. we go. Kid on a little baby motorcycle. And he's got uh, training wheels on it. It's only a two-stroke 75 here with training wheels. Oh, this is going to end poorly. He's in a, looks like a bumpy old cornfield. Yeah, he's got him in a helmet. He's got the trainers on there. They're teaching. Look at him go! There's a bar! Oh! <laughs> that was pretty good speed, dude. He was going oh, yeah. to oh, Listen to mom. They're so excited that, oh, no. Young Ricky Carmichael is off and running. And not, oh, what, barn, 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 barn. Oh. <laughs> that was a good slap. That's a smacking. All right. Wow. <laughs> Somebody said, Toledo sounds like a racist when he does the black voice. You're funny. Make him stop. Sign Thunder Horse. And he would know. So he would know. You, have to call, you can't do that anymore. The blacks have spoken. Take care of that around y'all. I'll keep it funny. Y'all terrible. That boy is bothering me. All right, get the cameras ready there, Toledo. I don't All know what right. Brett's got, but it's All Friday, right. and this yeah. is usually awful. And I'm going to get out of my chair now. because I'll I start, a little mi- I'll start yeah. mild right. for you. Puffy Brett is going to. Dig Dug Brett. Big pussy. All right, there's a new beer tap for you. Okay. Yeah, oh, this is. Oh, it's a horse pissing in a bed. Oh, God. The guy put his cup under a... And takes a shot. Police yeah. officer's horse that's peeing all over the sidewalk, and he drank it. Oh, You're my like, God. All right, bro, that's <laughs> got, fine with you. You've got GPT going in there. <laughs> oh, I can hear them talking. you got all some right. other thing. To do. All right, yeah, there we go. All right. <laughs> all right, what's the next one? Yeah, don't drink horse pee. That's no good. All right. Oh, God. This is just a 
Sounds okay now. Got a, Smoking uh, shack building. Fire. Yeah, I got it turned up. Give me some sound. There, there might not be. Oh, there's, an, there's a fire in a house next to an apartment building. A big van's driving for away. It, van's driving away. Oh, the camera switches over to see there's a fire, fire truck, truck coming. And uh, it's uh, and a man just oh! jumps out of a building. I did not see that coming. Oh! A man jumped out of the building with nothing oh! to do that. with the fire. Look at oh. that leg. Nothing at all to do with the fire. Man oh, commits suicide. It separates off the oh! Oh! oh, my sweet Jesus. I, didn't, oh! I thought this was going to be about the fire brigade. This is about who killed himself <laughs> at a relatively odd time in the video. Why? Really? Was he late for his shift? No, oh, I don't know what he was doing. All right, next one. <laughs> oh, there's a guy in a road just in the land. Oh, he's just laying in the... The dog had the sense to get out of the yeah, way, and exactly. the dude just laid there while a Toyota well, rolled over him. I think he was napping. Ah, and the just Toyota's leaving. Toyota's leaving. Doing? Toyota's leaving. Dog's leaving. Everybody's leaving. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's no way they didn't see him. That's on purpose. That's a murder. Brett, are you driving that car? Well, I don't yeah, drive Toyotas. <laughs> the offensive thing they to Brett in that video out. is that a guy would drive a Toyota to get the job done. But that's what a guy like you would do. Yeah. I wouldn't be caught dead in the Toyota. Oh, can't be me. All, All right. Now we'll start getting into some good stuff. Uh, the Friday videos make me. Now we're getting into oh, what's that? That's toenail fungus no, being no, scraped. No, 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 no. Toenail I'm fungus being scraped off of the guy's. Uh, but his other concern now is this ingrown toenail that he's had chronically. It doesn't ingrown look toenail. like it's so I, deep. This is going to roll out, out isn't it? The, oh, this is going to be a pus mess. It back, uh, and it just keeps going on and got on that, and on. Uh, and it finally comes out here. He's undoing the toenail. This isn't so bad so far. But, oh, sweet God. Oh, that's goo. That's gooey. Oh, Brady's eating this, too. Oh, i got to tear the whole toenail out. Oh, my God. All right. That's gross. All right. Tolerable. And we'll have a nice... Brady's still eating worse than what this, we've seen. This one is uh, called uh, How to Smuggle a 747. I don't oh, know what no. this means. What does that mean? Oh. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> what is in that guy's ass? Oh. Oh. What is it? Oh, my gosh. The whole time. Oh, I watch it. No, but you did not. You turned your head. You turned your head at the worst part. It's not, it doesn't matter. You turned your head at the uh, weird. Uh, look, look. Turn your head. Thank you. Look back. Look. That, it's beautiful. <laughs> How do you do that to your butt? <laughs> it is. It's just wow. small Hyundai went in that guy's <laughs> anus, and he pulled it out. And it, that's not a rosebud. That's a full-on carnation. Oh, yeah. Let's take a look again. He pops Ooh. it out. And then he, what is attached to his testicles? It's got some weights on there. That is a, like a weighted uh, oh, bag oh, ring. Oh, oh, when, when it sucks back in. Sarlacc pit. <laughs> Woo. Oh, God. Pull in there. Yeah, we will. <laughs> you mean the humanity? Okay. Wow. Wow. All right, that's enough of that. Thanks, Brett. Thanks, <laughs> thanks to Brett's uh, fan club. Friday. What do you end up? Brett's fan <laughs> Holy cow. Brady, that's, hey, that's probably where they kept your grilled cheese. Yeah. <laughs> probably that like could I be. used to squirt him out onto the grill. All right, there you go. It's 824. Uh, there goes your Brady report. Time to reset. It's out of control now. Friday. 
a wide open space, and this is when we open it up to you guys. We used to do this quite a bit, but thank God comedians started coming in pretty much regularly on Friday. But right now. We've got your uh, glorious fireside chats, and right off the bat, I think we go to President John, who is waiting. He's not going to waste our time. We know that all day long. President John kicks off the fireside chats. John, are you there? President John, are you there? Oh, no. Did we lose him? I don't think so. No, I'm here. There, there he is. There's President John. What's the hold? Were you sleeping? It's a little early for you. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got had the trash man wake me up, man. <laughs> truck too loud. Yeah, those trucks they need to they need to go electric with the trash trucks. It's ridiculous how early those guys are tooling around. Yeah, they are going too early, man. Waking me up. Yeah. It, it is. It is. It's not time yet. That's right. What's going on in your world, John? Well, Holmberg, uh, man, a few months ago, right? Uh, my dad asked me if, if he could pick some lemons off my tree, mm-hmm. and. My dad's the white one. My mom's the black one. So I had no problem with it. I said, yeah, as long as my mom don't help me. You know what I mean? We all know <laughs> yeah, wait a you wouldn't want to make it. You, you have trouble making it look as if you've enslaved your own people with lemon picking. <laughs> no, I just, I just, I know the Janny story. So I'm just. Oh, know, that's just true. My, 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 my dad don't. That's right. Well, no, recap. No, 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 I look bad. Uh, let me tell you the story he's talking about is my African friend Janny asked to pick the lemons out of my tree. And the tree went dormant for two years after he pulled this. It was so incredibly lush with lemons until Janny touched it. And I realized it isn't the soil in Africa. It's the Africans. When they touch food, it goes away. It was unbelievable. <laughs> uh, go ahead, though. Sorry, John. Just to recap. So you got your dad, your white dad's out there picking fruit. Yeah, so I'm thinking, you know, it's all good. You know what I mean? And I'll have fruit the next year. <laughs> Man. He got done, picked the whole thing clean, and 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 then came and said, "You know what's weird about white people too? He come inside. He's, oh man, the tree picked me. I'm I'm bleeding everywhere. It's like, of course, dude, it's a lemon tree. Why? White people be they, they're oblivious to some stuff, man. I, I don't get it. But we've anyway, never we've just never not used to picking. Are you kidding? We've never had to pick the lemons. <laughs> of course, we're surprised by the thorns. <laughs> to be able to see him right as he walked up to that thing. He'll come with some. Oh well, yeah, we're long sleeves, dog. What are you doing? It's the same way. It's the same way you guys see grilled chicken. You're like, I didn't know you could do it this way. (laughs) (laughs) So, so I figured it was all good, right? Homebird, man, I ain't had lemons in about in a whole year. Really? My, My my tree. I'm looking at my tree right now. The oranges got oranges. My lemons have nothing. So I figured, man, my dad likes black women. Uh huh. He's living in Maryville. Oh, my God. Maybe he is one of them South Africans. Maybe my dad is not. He's one of those Johannesburg whites. My God, he's an African, but he's disguised as one of us. Oh, my God. Man, I swear I said, man, you know what, dude? This dude lied to me my whole dang life, telling me I'm white. But I've been black this whole time. Yeah, full black. <laughs> he's, he's, he's albino. And, I mean, you're like authentic African-American now. If the lemon tree is telling the truth. Your dad's got too much brown sugar on it. I got, I got no credit. Now it's all adding up for crying out it's loud. Enough, it's your mom's fault for marrying a white guy with bad credit. That's the bigger thing. <laughs> <laughs> and check this out. Well, you know what I was thinking? Man, how bad do black people get tricked? First of all, you know, in Africa, the south side is where all the all the, all the the rich and all that, and the north side is the bad side, right? Right. They probably got here to America and was like, man, 
We're going down south to all the rich people. Got down south and found out. We lied to them again. They got duped. <laughs> gotcha. We gotcha. We'll take you to the south side. Drink again. That's right. Well, John, as always, very entertaining. And I'm sorry about your lemon tree. If it's anything like mine when an African ruined it, uh, two years was the, like, I missed a full full season. And the, the tree I had before Janie touched it was more lemon than leaf. I've never seen anything like it. And, and Janie was like, I have to add some lemons. Do you mind? And honestly, one skinny little African cleaned out 1,300 lemons off this tree in the, in the matter of an hour. It was amazing. And my dad's a skinny white dude. I'm, t- I'm telling you, at Humberg, if next year I don't got no lemons, I'm going to call you up and let y'all know. Yeah, right, yeah. I'm fully African, man. <laughs> it ain't the soil, it's yeah. Africans. You, you can no longer even claim to be biracial. It is over. You are full black. <laughs> Confirmed. Even this story's made your credit score drop 20 points. It's terrifying. All right, just in case. John, thank you as always. Uh, very entertaining, John. President John. Hey, Robert, oh, what, yeah. Well, go ahead. Let, let me come to the party. I'm a Niner fan. You can come to the party? Oh, my house? Yeah, I'm Ooh, a Niners fan. As a Niners fan. Sometimes I let the... Uh, all right, let me think on that. All right. All right. We might have President John over for a see you, man. There you go. Let me think about that. Steelers party. He did let Mangoop come over that one time. He's a Niners fan. Strange black man know where I live. He'll be the only one on that side of the bar. (laughs) It does look bad. Eh, Maybe. I don't know. We've done it before. We'll try again. I'll think on that one. i got a couple weeks to think about it. Niners-Steelers opening weekend. Uh, Andy's on line two. Let's go to Andy next for the Fireside Chats. Andy, are you there? I'm here, John. All right, Andy, welcome aboard. Please don't waste our time. Go. I wanted to give my abscess story. I had Ugh. one below my left nut. What? Below Ugh. my left nut. Brett has one in Boy. his mouth. Did he catch it from you? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's no. Told you okay. you had an abscess? How did you in? get it? I think it was from wearing my cup because uh, I play in a men's league baseball. Uh-huh. A men's baseball league. And the doctor thinks, you know, with the sweat and all that crap. I mean, I walk, shower after every sure. game, but this thing was the size of a oval ping pong ball. So I had to go get an ultrasound because they're worried about the lymph nodes there yeah. in your leg. And so, which was fun. At least the, it was a girl that was doing the ultrasound. And still, she's not interested but, in you with your, you got an egg growing off of your sack. Was it high yeah. up or was it low on the bag? It's right at the crease. Um, where your leg meets your torso. Oh, brutal. Yeah, I could barely walk. Yeah. So it wouldn't drain, so I eventually went to the doctor, and they cut it open. They sliced it. They and tapped it. Oh, could you smell yeah, it? Yeah, my wife wanted to pop it because she's a Dr. Pimple Popper fan. Me too. And the doctors are like, no, you can't pop it after they sliced it open, but she said that thing gushed. Oh. And they they I had like four or five stitches. Your wife said it, it gushed, back, like so she watched. <laughs> she was in there looking at it. <laughs> yeah. I would have been there too. Yeah, I don't even know this guy. I'd have taken a squeeze on this thing. Oh man! And you were you awake? You obviously were just local anesthetic. Oh yeah, yeah. I was awake. They wanted to put me under under you know under anesthesia to knock me out. And the doctors, I didn't want to. I'm like, screw it, just get it done with. It hurt yeah. like hell. Oh, cut me, dog. Cut me. Worse. Yeah. And so was and then it, it came back. What? It came came back a year later. Oh. And at least this time it drained. Yeah. So I didn't have to go and get it. Did you know that confirm that it was the cup that was causing it or oh. it just happened? 
just right back into that's the That's what the doctor thought it was. He's like, quit wearing a cup when you play baseball. I'm like, eh, okay, Screw you. Yeah. I'm wearing a cup. Did you have one of those old cups that has that weird foamy cover and sometimes the plastic cuts through? No, it's like the banana cup. Oh, okay. You're the, the good the ones. The newer style. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was riding right there at the crease. Man. And then, yeah, sure shit. Okay. Careful. Jeez, wow. <laughs> well, I'll give it to you. You have a medical it's issue. Okay. Mouth. My God, that's horrifying. So, yeah. Well, that's disgusting. That's, yeah. That was, that's, that's my story. At least it's not in my mouth. Though. Yeah. Could you, would you rather have it in your mouth or on your nuts? Uh, I think I'd rather have it on my nuts. No kidding. I would rather have it in my mouth. But yeah. that's only because I know how that was. Could you smell it when it popped open? No, I was. No. no I was pretty much out of it. They were kind of, I mean, they gave me a local, but. Oh, God. It is more hidden on the crease. Was it painful? But it was the size of an egg. That's It was very, oh. yeah, it was about the size of an egg. Yeah, it was very painful. Oh, man. Yuck. Especially when they started squeezing it. And my wife's like, oh, she got all excited. Oh, I wanted to, I want to see it so bad. So like, I'm going to have dreams about it. <laughs> Thank you very yeah. much, Andy. That's Not disgusting. That's great. Yeah. Oh, by the way, egg. by the way, uh, go buy, uh, just in case you to, to be afraid of this again, go buy hibiscus um, uh, antibacterial uh, hospital soap. They make you wash with it before a surgery. A, it smells great, and it makes your skin, like, impervious to getting infections. You're only supposed to use it on your body okay. skin, not your face and stuff. But I, I still use it. I gotcha. think it's awesome. But, yeah, just wash your balls with that. Clean your balls, Andy. <laughs> I'd clean my balls, man. Right, I Come bet. On. All right, we'll see you, buddy. There you go. Ugh, Andy sharing his abscess balls. I didn't even know you could get them on your balls. Ugh, Yuck. I thought it was just an oral thing. There's abscess capabilities everywhere. I guess if you get an ingrown hair or something. Yeah. That's, yeah. It can that's abscess? Yeah, oh, I would imagine. Yeah. No, I'm going to die from that. I'm going to the doctor have that. Well, actually, I'd try to pop it myself. I'd make it happen. I'd get a little knife, open her up, and start uh. to squeeze all right, final one. We'll go to Brandon here. Brandon, are you there? I am. All right, Brandon, welcome aboard. Please don't waste our time. The airwaves are yours. <laughs> I will try not to. All right, before I tell you where I'm calling from, if Brady yells what I think he's going to yell, please go punch him. Forward. Okay. He's going to do an OH or something. Are you in Ohio? Yes, I All right. am. All right. Don't do it, Brady. Get punched for the OH from Brandon. All right. He's trying. You just do it in the corner into a pillow. What are you doing in Ohio? Did you lose a bet? <laughs> <laughs> right. No, actually, I moved out here a couple of years ago, and um, actually, I called you guys a couple of years ago. I don't know if you recall, but um, at the time, I was joking that I was working in the ghetto. I don't remember. Or, uh, doing a re- rebuilding houses. Do you say you do? Oh, you were rebuilding houses in Ohio. Yeah, yeah. Didn't you have a girlfriend that had to move too? Yeah, she's actually, she's originally from out here, so that's how we ended up here. Yeah, so you weren't really rebuilding houses. She just wanted to go home, and you followed her. (laughs) Actually, uh, to be honest (laughs) with you, I was just tired tired of Arizona, and I literally, I can't do the heat anymore, so... We were missing a good one. It's a nice one this year. So how's everything in Ohio? You're just telling us how you're doing? Where in Ohio are you? I heard it's a real burn burner, huh? Yeah, it's hot. If, if uh, you if you keep talking about weather, though, we're going to leave you in Ohio, Brandon. The interesting thing better start no. now. No, okay. Uh, so, with that being said, actually, um, I ended up starting my own business, blah, blah, blah. But uh, you always joke about places that, you know, you'll be doing a report about someplace that uh, horrible things happen, and you're like, God, do we even need that place anymore? Right. So now that I've been to Chicago a few times for (laughs) weeks on end, 
I don't think we need that place yeah. anymore. That place is out of control. I think most of Chicago could be destroyed. We still need like the nicer parts, like North Side. <laughs> I, I agree. Yeah, like as downtown's nice, except for it gets the infiltration from the things that we would destroy. But I think yeah, there's a ton of Chicago that's gone nuts. That makes it so it's right. just you can only go to certain spots. Oh yeah, you know, and you hear you know people joke, oh, you know, California drivers. I'm like, they have it more figured out yeah. out there than they do in Chicago. Actually, the further east you go, everyone just it's just super aggressive. And uh, yeah, yeah. Well, just stay out of Chicago. You're in Ohio anyway. They don't allow rubes and hillbillies to move up to Chicago. You got to <laughs> stay where you are in Kentucky North. <laughs> where, yeah, where are you in Ohio again? Uh, in Columbus. Oh, okay. Brady, go ahead. Yeah. Ask him where he's eating. <laughs> Give him a where, where in Columbus? Yeah. You're about to get judged. <laughs> Hilliard. He's Hilliard. In, he's, in, he's in the Hilliards. Brady calls those people the hillbillies. Oh, he, no, not, he thinks that they're no, all it's, white trash. It's, it's expanded. It's huge. But it's white no. trash. Yeah, part. <laughs> I know it's white trash because Brady goes, those folks from Hilliards, the hillbillies, that's kind of the, the bumpkin <laughs> section of Columbus. He, he's... It's, he should be saying it with the yuppie accent. It's nothing like the Upper Arlington. Yeah, they, yeah, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Mm, the Upper wonderful. Yeah. Uh, we don't want to talk about Columbus anymore. Uh, anyway, well, good luck to you, Brandon. I hope you and your girlfriend uh, stay together forever. I appreciate it. Hey, by the way, yep. I've been meaning to, uh, just real quick, uh, you know, obviously we can all agree that the world's turning into an episode of Family Guy. Pretty much. Has it dawned on you that uh, Biden is Mayor West in real life? <laughs> no, but that's pretty awesome. <laughs> You're very right. Let's see how he does around some cream corn at the movie theater. I like that. That's funny. Right. All right. Well done, Brandon. We'll talk to you later. There you go. Hey. It's hard to follow President John. Yeah, that's why I was like, we should stay yeah. for a Never let authentic Africans touch your fruit trees. That is a PSA for me. It's like, after I say that, the little star should go by. The more you know, never I've talked to Janny since. The study is complete. It is 100% confirmed. Now double so. I, I, I watched it happen. Not only was I most impressed with his picking skills, the amazing thing is that the tree was afraid to grow fruit again for like a solid 20 months. <laughs> Africans ruin fruit trees. Amazing. Amazing. Danny just went back to Africa. I had dinner with him a few nights ago. Went back there again, and he kept showing me all these pictures of these people, and everybody was fat. And I'm like, things are going well. The village has done very well. <laughs> Everybody's fat now. I'm like, what happened? Now we've got these little, weird little Idi Amin bellies. Now we are doing very well. And then they just slaughtered a cow. He's got pictures of it and fed it to everybody. That was the party. Like, they did it right there. It was like, wow. It's like fresh, fresh fish. Fresh fish to them. As fresh as it gets. Not a slaughterhouse. The cow just went around. Having a party. Nope, not for you. Sliced his throat. Everybody got to work. Cut a chunk off. Threw it on the grill. They ain't got no fruit trees, I'll tell you that. I think Janie just looks at a fruit tree wrong. All the fruit dies and never shows up again. <laughs> it's not the soil. It's not Africa. Africans. They wreck fruit trees. Uh, it's 910. We got an entertainment drill coming up in just moments. It's 98 KUPD. It's out of control now. 98 morning sickness. Morning sickness. 98 KUPD.
You can't do that before we go on the air. <laughs> Brett's face is starting to swell up again. I had to break some yeah. balls. Oh, he comes to me. You notice when Brett's got an agenda on something? Like normally oh, yeah. he's just so jovial and everything. He comes up to me right when Limp Biscuit starts. He goes, We got some time. I'm like, what, me and you? What are we doing? He said, I got to call my dentist. This, whoa, <laughs> thing is, uh, you know, it's starting to swell up again. Goes outside for two seconds, comes back in. I said, what'd you tell him? He goes, what the f*** are we going to do about this? <laughs> Dennis is on the other line going, I don't know. What are you talking about? I'm asking you what the f*** we're going to do about my busted up face. Yeah, it's starting to puff up again. Yeah. Oh, I feel for you. Those abscesses. And I'm glad you're not feeling the pain. No, I mean, the pain The pain has subsided for the most part. The first so day it was brutal. ridiculous, but now it's just... Again, I'm starting to look like John Jay. Again. Yeah, you got the, I'm, you you know, got John, I'm out. John Jay Bell's palsy. Yeah, this is ridiculous. <laughs> John Jay and Bell's. <laughs> you do. You have gone. What you you actually? You know what? It, it looks like you tried to do your own Botox and jabbed into the side. Actually, yeah. I'm not supposed to put it there. It is puffing you up. I want to pop that thing so bad, Brett. We'll get there. You head on over to Tactical Black with me later today, and. I told you, then I'll be missing teeth and stuff, too. No, we'll no, just no. We'll, we'll pin, heavy-handed we'll pinpoint there. a shot there. We'll <laughs> throw one in. Uh, the entertainment drill is brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. And uh, you got puffy face? Oh, we can <laughs> fix it. Uh, defend yourself from an abscess? Got it. I want to pop that so bad. I just want you to taste that goo that comes shooting. I'm sure I will. Oh, my God. Uh, anyway, uh, back to what we're talking about. If you uh, want to get into better shape in your life, uh, mentally and physically, that's a place for you. ReactDefense.com is the home of it. Uh, teach you all sorts of stuff. Uh, they do uh, everything from just uh, ground training, fight training, uh, cardiovascular everything. They've got those fit classes that will just knock you on your ass. Elite is what they call it. Elite. And it is uh, unbelievable. Also, uh, gun defense, knife defense, machete, stick, all these things. It's so much in their uh, agenda to get you to be a better version of yourself. And you'll be blown away at how much you learn how fast. It is a crawl, walk, run situation. So the first day you're there, they're like, what happens if you get attacked today? Here's some bare necessities for you to walk out of this place a little bit stronger than you came in. And your confidence grows. And bad guys don't attack confident people. Not falsely confident but confident. I probably had loads of false confidence when I was uh, boxing most of the time, thinking I could handle myself. You don't realize that a street fight and a sport fight are so wildly different. Yeah, I can punch a little bit. My dude's going to try to break my ankles or roll my knees up, and I don't know how to defend against all that stuff. Well, I kind of do now. I've got a whole bunch of things I can learn from here on out, too. Bad guys do horrible things. They don't go by the rules. They don't tap out. They don't allow you to tap out. They bust you up. And so uh, you want to try to stay out of those situations. That's the best defense you can do. React Defense teaches you that in a classroom setting or one-on-one if you're interested in that. they got all sorts of seminars coming up. Check out everything they offer at reactdefense.com. Make the call. Check out the class. No deadbeats, please. And that's just about all I've got to say about that. Uh, Tactical Black, it's the place I go. You should, too. Brady, entertain me. We'll have a little member Barry's marriage right off the bat. Potsy from Happy Days got married, and Ralph Mouth was the best man. They're still buddies. Still best friends. Anson Williams, 73 Five, years old. Oh, is he? Okay. Donnie Most was the best man. Ralph he Mouth. He was, yeah. Richie, not there. Ron Howard, way too successful to be part of the Potsy wedding. Henry Winkler, no showed. Everybody else is dead, and Scott Bale is, uh, everybody hates him. Yeah, and I... I not sure if the yeah, you know, it's his second second marriage, so 
He just had a quick one. You told the story about how on that quarterback show on Netflix or whatever yeah, Patrick it's on, Mahomes. that Mahomes sees Henry Winkler and then turns to the camera and goes, man, he can have anything you want. He's the Fonz. And I wonder, Patrick Mahomes does not relate to the Fonz. There was some connection through social media. Either Henry Winkler said he's a big fan, sure, and then that's how they then they connected. Right? There's he has zero generation. idea who the Fonz is or the importance therein. Yeah, you would have figured maybe uh, you know Waterboy or something a little bit maybe later. that because Barry? and he probably knew who he was and then he but the reference that he used yeah. was the Fonz. He's the Fonz, and it made it his strength. And it's like, did Patrick Mahomes spend a ton of time watching old Happy Days reruns? I don't think so. Samuel L. Jackson has yet to win an Oscar. And he said the other day that uh, they cut stuff out of A Time to Kill. And because they did that, that that would have won me an Oscar. He think he'd have gotten it. He's been great in a lot of I'd be movies. curious to see what that would be if they had ever do a extended I cut. think he should have gotten one for Black Snake Moan. That's one of the more uncomfortable characters I've ever watched in my life. And he, made, he played him off as almost likable. I mean, he's got some little white woman held captive. It's crazy. Have you seen that one? Seen you it. would love that movie. Yeah. Yeah, he got nominated great. for Pulp Fiction in 95. Yeah, but. that's the one he could have won. Yeah. But, I mean, Forrest Gump was up against it. I don't think for I don't know. He was probably best. He might have been best actor. Um, was it best supporting? Because I know Jackie Brown, too. Yeah, he was great in yeah. Jackie. That's such an it underrated just said movie. he was nominated for Pulp Fiction. Yeah. But. but they just kept losing to Forrest Gump. That was the same year. I love the term. For the uh, the dual movie viewing that's going on between uh, Barbie and and Oppenheimer, they're calling yeah. it the Barbenheimer. Yeah. Well, there's a new combo coming out on September 29th. It's Saw 10. Whoa. And Paw Patrol. Saw Patrol. Saw Patrol. Yeah. And a lot of people are wondering. Well, didn't the guy <laughs> get killed bro. in Saw Three? Right. Well, this is uh, basically. Taking place between Saw Two okay, but, and Three, but so on he's still alive. If you're I just know. now asking the question, what happened since Three? You haven't really been paying attention anyway. Somebody yeah, took over I for Tobin. Know. Is it Dallas? Is somebody going to wake up from a dream? And the other, <laughs> right, yep. the other six, well, yep. seven of them were of a, of a dream. Yep, it's the end of New the Heart. Movie, it's the, the Bobby movie takes Ewing. place between the first two Saw movies. Kramer, who has cancer, travels to Mexico for a risky experimental treatment. Yeah, he hopes to be a miracle cure and instead he finds out it's a scam oh my so then he goes all ham over there okay <laughs> but you still can't explain saws four through nine without like this is ridiculous just watch saw for what it is the first two are phenomenal then it gets a little silly the movie that's been making some waves in the in the banking business is that uh, sound of freedom it's crossed the hundred million mark. Cost fifteen million to make. That's the Jim Caviezel movie. It's based on a true story. Some people. He's a homeland security agent who makes it his mission to find a girl in the jungles of Colombia and rescue her and other children from human traffickers. Okay, I still don't know. I hadn't heard of it. Me neither. Where did it make a hundred million dollars here in the states? It started. Uh, Kind of, uh, it was a limited release, and now more movie theaters are adding it on. But it, um, you know, on that Sunday that uh, I forget what movie it was, uh, the Indiana Jones, it billed more money <laughs> it, per theater. Yeah, yeah. 
Green Day debuted a unreleased song called 1981 during a show in Quebec. Where's Jay Cutler? <laughs> I was Don't care. Say, loves Green Day. <laughs> I knew immediately your brain was shut off when he mm-hmm. said Green Day. I like Green Day. I like their new album, their last album a lot. Slash is working on a blues-oriented album. It'll feature a bunch of different singers, including Demi Lovato. I think it's Slash's birthday this weekend. Or coming up here. It's either Sunday or Monday. And then I played you a little sample of this this morning, but somebody used AI to make James Hetfield sing Seal's Kiss from a Rose. It's pretty solid. Did you tell Richard to get that? No. No, well, then we're not going to hear it. Damn it all. you got to prep it. It's actually pretty good. Have you heard it? Mm. It's not. It's actually fairly decent AI. Makes it seem like it. If only we had it. I've heard it. Let me see where you can find it. Are you looking it up? Trying to. Hetfield uh, doing Seal. It's actually not bad. The AI usually has that moment where you're like, oh, it's a little antiseptic or a little, you know. Yeah. Kind of less than human. I think we're almost. I think we're going to get start getting burned on this stuff too. It's like okay, well, oh, a little yeah, bit it. until it starts becoming something. You're like, wait a minute, now I don't know if that's real or not, and you get somebody in on it, like yeah. the Drake thing, when they started getting all suey over it. But the uh, yeah, but Headfield doing Seal doesn't seem like such a bad there idea. You, go. you got it. Yeah. That's Seal, of course, Just using the track. Which Batman was this on? Three? Two? I think three. The only good thing about three. Yeah. Very true. Come on, James. There used to be a gray and tower alone on the sea. You became the light on the dark side of me. Love remains a drop that's high like enough here. But did you know that when see metallica just goofing around and oh, not, knock that out it. at the show knock that out at the show and then just going to like sad but true or another song at that similar yeah throw it in the middle <laughs> right yeah that'd be great i'd listen uh we got ourselves some guadalupe squares coming up here in just a few seconds if you want to play well we got the phones ready 585-9800 we need a girl we need a boy we'll get those squares together and you guys can win stuff we'll tell you what next the squares are coming up <laughs> It's out of just about time for those Guadalupe squares, and uh, we're being very progressive today. Oh. You'll find out in just seconds how that actually is working out, but we are <laughs> an incredibly progressive version of the squares this morning, and uh, that'll happen. Just moments. How are you, Mo? I'm great. Was it because of that sensitivity training you had last week? Yeah, I went or? to the sensitivity Dude, training on Friday. You know, I've uh, oftentimes when I find, when you find that I've had a day off. Yeah, Toledo just left for sensitivity training. Oh God, I Toledo know. had to leave early because his family was in the parking lot. <laughs> they were just it's waiting true. for him outside. Yeah. And then they're driving him to the airport because today's the day he has to fly to San Antonio to watch a grown man play the sousaphone at the Alamo Dome. And it's a traveling band, right? Or what I don't know. Yeah. 
<laughs> it doesn't matter. It's a it doesn't matter. Band. It's an street NAU band. recital yeah. of they can't sell tickets, so they force the parents, they guilt the parents into going and watching. Misery. Isn't that every school thing, though? Yes. They guilt you into doing everything. You're That's a, why you don't have kids. It's a scam. High five, Mo. Yes. High five, Brett. No. <laughs> okay. How many yeah. times has he heard Sorry, Snoopy I got some recitals for you guys to go to. <laughs> yeah. oh. How many times do you have to listen to a guy in a French horn? It's, it'd be like at the Star Wars cantina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting really good at it, Dad. That's my 20th version of Sloopy. When they now bust into Steely Dan or something like they that. They don't. They it's going to be do. all Those hot cross songs. buns. That's all it's going to be. <laughs> Someone's going to jump on a recorder. Toledo keeps saying it, too. It's like, I only got to sit through this for two hours, then I can visit the beautiful streets only? of San Antonio. And I'm like, oh, it's only 140 in San Antonio right now. It's worse there than here. <laughs> uh, even better, uh, you know, it's a timeshare situation, except for the difference between this and a timeshare is the timeshare covers your hotel room. <laughs> Kid recitals. <laughs> if the big sell is I get to see inside the Alamo Dome, not much of a trip, but you that's what you get when you got kids. The Alamo, yep. too. Part of your brain changes when you <laughs> have kids. Somebody brings up the basement and Pee Wee's bike. I'm <laughs> oh yeah, exactly, exactly. exactly. Deep in the heart of Texas. <laughs> hey, Dottie. Anyway, sorry. Long story. Uh, it's time for your Guadalupe Squares, and here's your hostess. Miss Mo Bergeron, Mo. Thank you, Chancellor. And the top Hi, of squares, Joe Biden. Biden. Hey, hey, this is my job. Yeah. Are you taking my job Tom now? Kels. Women are the most, I got women in the, <laughs> almost my cabinet women, all women. Say, say it again. I try did. try again. The women in your cabinet are all women? Women in my cabinet. I'm They're so, in your cabinet? So to first get women in my cabinet. They're all women. <laughs> all women. The medicine cabinet? No, that's right. Keep my meds. That's only Dr. Jill's allowed to touch those. <laughs> Red cap, bad white cap, mine. What about Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman? Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. She's great. Remember her. Played by John C. Riley, if I'm not no. mistaken. <laughs> She's a woman. Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. John C. Riley played that. That's not the. No. Didn't play that. That was me. Did you touch my old West drum set? No. I did not touch your old West. This guy. 50% of my cabinet. 50% of the people at Charts and White House are black ones. Oh, my God. It's me and the black one. It's half. It's All right, let's move She's on. not allowed to touch lemon trees. Oh, my gosh. All right, let's <laughs> move on. This morning, don't let her touch the fruit trees. They don't grow back. <laughs> Old Mumbala Harris will wreck No, them. it's not her name. <laughs> it is. Mumbala. Say it with me. Kamala. Remember, remember what? Yeah, remember when she reached into that guy's heart? <laughs> no, pulled it out on Indiana Jones too. That, she didn't do that. Kamala. Uh, no. <laughs> all right, Harris. <laughs> no. Oh, all right, well, kombucha, whatever you want to call her. Oh, She's up there doing. Oh my goodness! around the front trays. All right, let's move on. In the top middle square, he's here for his 66th birthday. It's That's John Lovitz. Right. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday. And not you. Jealous? <laughs> yes, I am. Of course you are. Are you doing anything for your birthday? Yes. What? Masturbating vigorously to pictures of when I was young. <laughs> hairy me. <laughs> Natural hairy me. Not now, John Pluggets. John Pluggets. <laughs> I've had sex with many, many beautiful starlets. Can you name one? Yes. Okay, go. I don't kiss and tell. Uh, okay. <laughs> but you might want to look her up. She was on too close for comfort. <laughs> she was the hot one. I didn't do it with a darker-haired one. Just uh, the blonde. Price is right. That's right. I nailed a couple of those, too. Oh, my God. 
I got a big one. A big what? Jealous wiener. <laughs> Oh, no. You're so crass. I just feel like I can't see that. All right. Moving on to the top right square. He's back from Death Valley. It's Darth Gump. Hey. I have been running across Darth Vader's Valley. <laughs> Darth Valley. Darth Gump Valley. What do they call that place? Death Valley. Death Valley. Death. Darth Valley now. <laughs> oh, God. Forrest Gump has troubles. Mom always said I had ways of explaining things. Only I could understand them. <laughs> you might have seen me. Running all over Death Valley this weekend. But why? I like running. (laughs) Thanks for asking. (laughs) Darth Gump, I wanted to tell you something. I want to tell you something. Brady, you and I, we go together like peas and carrots. (laughs) What you got? You have a son. Is he? Is he smart in the head? (laughs) Or? The Toledo's dad? You don't have to worry about that. I am suddenly going to become Darth Toledo. Adios. <laughs> Enjoy raising that AIDS baby, Jenny. I mean, it seems like you guys have the same size head, so it makes sense. We do. Although I don't think he could fit inside this contraption. <laughs> you never know. I think I'd rather run across Death Valley again than watch a kid play Susie Phone in San Antonio, though. <laughs> I think you've been running through there since you left, just trying to avoid him, which I get. You come to my restaurant this weekend. No, you like fish. It's called <laughs> Bubba Vader's Shrimp and oh, Womp Rats. And <laughs> Womp Rat. Stewed Womp Rat, Grilled Womp Rat, Barbecued Womp Rat, oh, Filleted Womp Rat, Butterflied Womp Rat. <laughs> Luke Skywalker was my bestest good friend. <laughs> Mo, I'm not a smart man, but I know what love is. I have a story to tell. Want to hear it? Yes. One time I used to run a planet that had a death ray on it. I could blow people up at great distances. I've killed over a million women and children on a planet called Alderaan. Your bus is here. <laughs> All right, let's move on. All right, and the left middle square. I have no idea what this is, but it is big... Pussy Brett with Don Corleone. Look at him. Mother's big cheeks. I know. Beautiful facial hair. Are you feeling okay? He's starting to look a little bit like me. It's time to let some people in on a secret. I should post that picture. When an Italian watches The Godfather two hundred times and he's true Italian blood, not that Sicilian shit that goes all over the place, he starts to turn in to me. The cheeks get a little fatter. Just like evolving, like a Pokemon, or like you're the pus father. (laughs) Two hundred viewings of the Godfather, and the next thing you know, you start looking like me. Start proving your actual Italian heritage. I'm proud of you, Brett. Oh my God! (laughs) Brett showing you a picture. Need to post that picture now. (laughs) Side by side with Don Corleone, which looks like I got a big abscess too. I mean, looks like he could be your father at this point. It's pretty. Good. We're going to take him to the dentist today. You know what his dentist's name is? Luca Drainage. <laughs> Jesus. That's disgusting. <laughs> now, is this like a dentist that's like behind a restaurant somewhere or like a speakeasy type? You know what? I don't know what you are, but a cancer to information. I don't know what's with all the questions. I just want to know. Why don't you bury yourself in a fish pile over at the hatchery and leave me out of this? <laughs> a lady's place. I don't know if what you are they call you a lady. Is <laughs> either in the kitchen, seen but not heard. And in your case, I don't care to see you anymore either. <laughs> okay. What kind of what kind of food do you make for a man? 
tamales. Disgusting. <laughs> Tuna casserole. I'd sooner French kiss. I'd sooner French Chris kiss a big pussy over there at the dentist <laughs> when they're draining them. Then no. <laughs> eat one of your disgusting poor people treats. <laughs> it's John's birthday next Thursday. Don't pass it off as some sort of Mexican gift. Just because you can't afford anything more than 19 cents worth of cornmeal. Oh, man. Should I bring a pinata? I think that'll be fun. Don't fill it with tamales. Oh, come on. Disgusting. You know what your name is? What's my Tuna name? Helper. <laughs> <laughs> Brett, you like the jokes? <laughs> oh, that's great. I'm going to pass them on to you. Since you're starting to me. turn into me. <laughs> Don't get sweet on her. She'll give you something. <laughs> 13 or 14 kids. No, no, no. And a terrible credit rating. <laughs> but you will have a clean house. All right. In the middle square, we got Margot Blobby Brady. Right. Barbie's out today. Yeah, you're a Barbie girl. I'm dressed up as a Barbie girl in my you. Barbie world. I love you in pink. It's a good shade for yeah. you. It's a little big. So I'm going to Barbie movies today as Margot Blobby. <laughs> and the cool thing is, after I eat all the Cheetos... My dress will turn orange and I can go to Oppenheimer as the bomb. Oh, my God. <laughs> Barbenheimer. Bradyheimer. Yeah. Oh, I, like Ooh, I, like, I like that. I'm fat boy and you're a little man. <laughs> We're going to Blobbenheimer. <laughs> That's right. Margot Blobby. Today, at, uh, I'm going into the uh, Tem- Tempe Marketplace Theater at noon 30. I start Blobbenheimer Day. <laughs> I have it all ready to go. You going to see Barbie today? Uh, I'm going to see it tomorrow. Oh, boy. It's going to be good. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing you on screen. Can't it's going to be exciting. For the nude scenes. Oh, what? Yeah, there's gonna, there's definitely going to show Ken. Ooh, Barbie girl's out. They're going to show Ken's flat smoothie. <laughs> In a Barbie world. It's fantastic. Yeah, I don't know the word. <laughs> you know what I like about uh, Ken's body and Barbie's body? What? No nipples and no genitals. Just the way God liked it. I'm a Brady girl. Come on, Brady. Let's go party. Uh, Blobbenheimer. I party with this, Brady. <laughs> I'm going to be Margot Blobby all day long. It's going to be awesome. Oh All right, that's going to be fun for me. Okay. All right, moving on to the middle right square. It would have been his 72nd birthday. Oh, it's Robin oh, Williams. Good morning, living earthlings. Oh, oh how are you, Mo? Hey. It's great to see you. It's great to be. I'm back. I was dead for seven years, eight years, nine years even. Oh, I've been great. I've been doing well. Thanks for asking. How have you been? Good. It's good to see you. I love lesbians. I lived in San Francisco. Did you? Oh, I loved it up there. It was great there, too. Oh, yeah. They asked me to go down there on a lesbian. Not going to do it, Sparky. Wouldn't do it. No way. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, look at this, Mr. Happy is sad. Oh, no. Hi. I don't have any movies to promote. I've been right. gone for almost a decade. I know. What about your old movies you want to promote? Oh, Maybe, yes. You know, good Adams? morning, Vietnam 2. <laughs> the so sequel. Good. Everybody's doing reboots That's now. exactly right. Might as well do it again, eh? Yay, why not? A great idea. Maybe that. A dead Poet Society again. <laughs> no. More dead poets. What dreams may come to... Wet dreams may come. Oh, 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 oh I like that. Oh, oh, I like what you've done. Oh, oh, very funny. Is Johnny Carson still on? I'll promote tonight. You got to reboot Mork and Mindy. Oh yes, yes, old Mork and old Mindy. <laughs> Sounds great. We're in a retirement home. <laughs> now we can't even crack my egg. Okay. <laughs> Mork jokes. All right. In the bottom left square, we got Brady Secret Square. Give us a hint. Hello, wankers. It's my birthday. I'm an actor. I was Harry Potter. Oh. oh! 
See if you can remember the name. I do. I do too. Of course you do. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> All right, moving on to the middle or bottom middle square. He is here in spirit. R.I.P. Oh wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. And the Bobby Girl in the Bobby World. Tony Bennett. Let me get in on that. The loveliness of Paris. Where are you from? Uh, That's great. Bottle of champagne for that little lady right there. Let me ask you, just looking at you, as I pass off this mortal coil, what best western do you clean? (laughs) I've been terribly low. Remember what I sang with Lady Gaga? That dude could wear. So good, Tony. So good. Man, oh, man. Could lose a little weight, though. Kind of a bloated belly and a set of huge cans. That guy's got to get on that... Ozempic or something. <laughs> I left my body. Oh, no. That's right. Sing along. How you doing? I got cancer. Sad oh, friend. Wow. Bottle of champagne for that guy right there. Oh, Hope your tumors go away. <laughs> what do you got over there, Strokey? Oh, no. I own a hit. No champagne for him. No, no champagne yeah. for you. I don't want a pus mixed into the brute. Oh, no. <laughs> It goes to me. I passed away this morning. Yeah? Still better singer than Lady Gaga. <laughs> oh, to be where little cable cars take dead bodies all the way across the Golden Gate Bridge, baby, where I live. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about your mom. I? That's great. Bottle of champagne. Pretty, how's your dad? Wait, I'll meet him in a minute. Oh, <laughs> you're probably already there. I'll give him a bottle of heavenly champagne. How's he doing? He's not good. Oh, no. <laughs> it's bothering people up here trying a revolution with the Cuban heavenly angels. Hanging off Plays your harmonica, you know. Tell I love it. I love harmonica talk. That's a good stuff. <laughs> My love waits. <laughs> San Francisco. You got a father? I do. Shucking. Bottle of champagne. <laughs> You knew that. Bottle of champagne. Yes. Did your kids enjoy your quinceanera? I don't know. Bottle have of kids. champagne. <laughs> I own the head. All right, let's move on. Put you to rest for a second. In the bottom right square, we got our Lord and Savior here, Trip Reed. Yeah. Hey, Trip. I need a haircut. Yeah. Yeah. And I found this little twink wandering around outside KDKB. <laughs> you know him? Which one? Trini. <laughs> oh, I have to cut this. You look like a gigantic out of control Q-tip. <laughs> yes, so I would cut your boss's hair for a fee. I like him. His hands are soft. Not a day of work in his life. What have you been doing? You got so much salt water in your head. <laughs> I sail. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, I like semen. No, what? <laughs> no. I want to look like that picture. That is a photo of my Bichon Freeze. <laughs> I will turn you into a Bichon Freeze. Trini, I want to look like your Bichon Freeze. I will name you Princess, and we will walk the streets together. Oh, my gosh. This sounds great. I think I'm going Moe's way. I'm going full twink. What? <laughs> Hold still. I don't want to cut your ears. You look like a bleeder. Oh, no. Besides, all that blood in your hair make it going to look like a tampon. Just a <laughs> white cotton with full red. Yeah, Trip, you don't want to look like me. Anyway, <laughs> Trini, you know Mo? Jess, we see each other all the time. How you doing, Mo? <laughs> we go to our favorite bar together. Sometimes I like to slum with the lesbians. <laughs> and I go over to Tuna Town, and Mo is always yeah. in there. <laughs> How's Tuna Town, Mo? It's beautiful. Isn't it? 
I want to take you both on my tuna boat. No, we're good. <laughs> Jace, I'll, I'll, I'll take on all the seamen, and no. you take on all the tuna. I'll just fish. <laughs> Get to cutting, Trini. <laughs> Get my hair cut right here. He's got too much hair. Uh, who's on the phone, Bert? We got Patrick, and uh, this is where we're being progressive. This is where we're going to be progressive. Our girl contestant is in transition. It's Peyton, everybody. Peyton. Peyton. Peyton, everybody get off of your speakerphones for crying out loud. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right, Peyton. Come on, Peyton. Yeah. What? Peyton, you're... I had, to ha- I had to do that so I know when I was on. All right, hurry up, Peyton. There, now that's better. I'm off. I'm All right. off. Peyton, uh, you're there. Patrick, are you there? No, I'm here. All right, they banned the transgender bands in sports, so we're doing it on the Guadalupe <laughs> squares. Peyton, you're a girl. Go ahead. Pick a square. God. <laughs> uh... Crud, I missed all the intros because oh, my phone your was like speaker quiet. phone. No, I couldn't hear. Just play Tic Tac. You're worse than a girl. <laughs> well, he's fitting right in. The hormones are working. It is working. Job. Just pick one. You know how the the grid center, works. Center. Just center. Oh, That's my, <laughs> my gosh, Peyton, you're giving us a bad day. Peyton, are you going to Barbie for ideas? <laughs> You know, because you could turn oh, around like a little plastic boot. Pla- <laughs> that's right, it's the Brady Square. I'm Margot Blobby. You want to go to Peyton? You want to go to Barbie with me later today? We'll both dress up in pink. Okay, I've got some pink. I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two in the pink, one in the stink, right? Uh, that's what I say. All right. Let's get to your question. A Barbie dream house is sold every 30 seconds in the 150 countries she sold in. That's an interesting question. I got an interesting question for Peyton, too. Oh, no. Hey, how's that dry socket going? You got that thing all lubed up yet? Did you figure anything out? It's basically like a storage bin for uh, silica gel. I've got, I've got it's a dryness joke. It's a dryness joke. I get it. Again, your question. Peyton's so dry as to lube his mouth to eat a sandwich. Oh, God. What? A Barbie dream house. How'd you know I was eating a sandwich? Yeah, of course you are. Again, all right. Quit asking questions. Let her go. <laughs> okay. A Barbie dream house is sold every thirty seconds in the hundred and fifty countries she sold in. Is that true or false? That's an awful lot of Barbie dream houses in a lot of those countries. The people don't even have houses, so I'll say that's false. <laughs> oh my god! All right, Peyton. He's saying false. Do you agree or disagree? I gotta disagree with Brady. Incorrect. Oh. It is false. It's every two minutes. Ah, I told you, Peyton. Oh. Circle gets a square, hey, Patrick. Peyton, like your operation. Wrong again. Oh, my ah. God. Get out of here. Patrick, pick a square. Oh, genital joke. Let's go with uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, he's got, oh. got me. You wake up. Two in a row. <laughs> a quick win if Peyton doesn't get this one. Yeah, Peyton, you could pick uh, Darth Gump for the block. Possibly. Uh, um, Just say yes. Darth Gump, is that what you call it? Yep. That's yes. It. Darth Vader mixed with Forrest Gump as I run across this planet. You didn't see the pictures, so the joke's lost on you. <laughs> <laughs> sort of the same way your genitals were sort of a joke and you lost them. Okay. Are you ready for your question, Darth? Don't ever let anyone tell you they're better than you, Peyton. Ever. Unless, of course, they have their original set of genitals, oh then they are. You, you've done something horrible to yourself. What are you talking about? I've been upgraded. Oh! To a I woman? Like he is delusional. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my name is Darth. Darth Gump. People call me Darth Gump. Okay, let's get to your question. The These are quotes, Mo. Follow along. <laughs> I know, but it's just so bad. 
It isn't. It's brilliant. <laughs> you didn't see the photos. Move on. Okay. <laughs> the hottest temp ever recorded on Earth was 134 degrees in Death Valley. Is that true or false? I was just there this week. I can attest to the fact that it's probably about 134 degrees in that crap hole. Well, also you're in your full suit, so it's... It's at least 200, but that's okay because when I used to blow up Alderaan, no. it got to high temperatures over 200 degrees Fahrenheit, which was great. Look at me jogging across Death Valley. Brett's calling up the pictures. There you go. Oh, my God. This sounds just like a horror. My mom always told me that miracles happen every day, and some people don't think so, but they do. In fact, we're talking to a miracle right now. The dude on the phone used to have a dick. <laughs> miracles do happen. Now he's got a, he's got a girl wiener. A girl wiener? That's right. An innie, not an Audi. And we're proud of him for it. Okay. Not a smart man, but I don't know what the hell's going on around here. All right, let's move on to your question again. The, hot, the hottest temperature ever recorded on Earth was 134 degrees in Death Valley. Is that true or false? God can hear my prayers. So I pray, just for fun of it, that Peyton's wiener grows back. Oh. And it has to do it all over again. Does it have to be in the same spot? What if it like grows on the elbow or something? Are you, okay, are you okay with that? Peyton was my no, best no. as good as no. yeah, I wanted to go back on that. Stupid is as stupid does. And in my opinion, stupid cuts off his dick. No! <laughs> Just kidding, Peyton. Do whatever you want with it. I wouldn't do it. That's crazy talk. I love my wee-wee. When I had it, I burned mine I off. was going to say, lava isn't it fire. Out? So- <laughs> yeah. Which is really why I can jog through uh, Death Valley so easily. That makes sense. Anyway, what was the question again? The hottest temp ever recorded on Earth was 134 degrees in Death Valley. By the way, Peyton. Oh, no. God, just answer the question. If you build it, I might come. (laughs) Good one, man. I'll say true. I don't even care what you said. Okay, Peyton, do you agree or disagree? You think true. I got to agree. It is correct. X gets the square. You know what I always say? You have to do the best with what God gave you. Or just cut it off. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Patrick, pick a square. I can't wait to see Peyton's boner garage, by the way, when it's all done. I want to park my... uh, You heard me. Your Death Star. I want to park my Death Star in there. That's no moon. Yeah, I got a death ray for that thing. Okay. Killed them all, the women and the children. (laughs) Patrick, pick a square. Let's go at Trip. Oh! Yeah! Well, this is awkward. Captain Trip. Yeah. yeah. I was going to get my hair cut during the square. Hostel, you are so wiggly wobbly. <laughs> I tried to cut your boss's hair. He moved all over the place. I don't have time for this. Do you know? Yeah. Do you need a hairdo, too? Do you, I, do. I see your roots. I got the roots. Your roots you are terrible. the grays. I don't care for the grays. Me neither. I don't care for the roots, and I don't care for the pink. We're going to overhaul you. Oh, what color are you going to put me? Whatever it is to match uh, the curtains and the drapes. Okay. I got to go down south, too. I don't want to go bald. Yes. You, uh, you are going to be my toy poodle, and he's going to be my beach on freeze. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Are you cutting our hair on the boat? Yeah, I'll cut it. Uh, Jess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, let's get to your question. Hey. The human, well, this is for Trip, but I guess yeah, yeah, he's answer. here. He's helping me. Okay. Out. Uh, yeah. The human brain uses Ooh. 25 watts of energy to function. Tell me, Trip, is your poop deck on your boat slippery? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Mm. I'll bring my keepers. Okay. Do you ask me a question? Yes. Is the human brain just the way too much of functions? Okay. The human brain uses 25 watts of energy oh, yeah, to function. Oh, that's C. That's C. C. You're going to say true? 
Jess, I would like to uh, volunteer a trip. You are the boat's admiral. Oh, yeah, that's my boat. I'm the admiral. Then I would like to be the rear admiral, if you know what I mean. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah. Are you switching sides, Trip? What's happening? Yeah. This guy's starting to make a lot of sense. <laughs> All right, Patrick. He's saying true. Do you agree or disagree? No, I disagree. That's correct. It is false. Circle gets the square. It's 10 bucks. Is that it? Or one more? Next one wins. Next one wins. Next one wins. Peyton, pick. Um, Anywhere, Peyton. Right, right, right. Right, right, right. Okay, we're going to go with Robin Robin Williams. Williams. Oh, it's a great great choice. Yeah. Oh, it's the world according to Peyton. (laughs) (laughs) I did a movie about that once. The penis in my movie wasn't surgically removed. It was bitten off. The world according to Garp. Oh, oh my. (laughs) Just throwing this guy on a dress. It was horrifying. I still have bad dreams about it, and I've been dead for 10 years. Oh, go ahead. Okay, the practice of miming or being oh, a... Oh, mim- memory. I love it. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't wait. You know, if Peyton was on uh, TV, we'd do a show called Pork and Mindy, <laughs> and we'd just chase around and look for his wiener. Oh, my God. The practice of miming or being a mime originated in Japan in 1650. I don't believe that's true. I think the French invented it. You think the French invented Almost it? Most positive they did. Okay, so you're saying... Oh, it's only... Memory is the... French are the only people who come with something annoying, like it's mimes. It's horrifying, yes. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's where you would see them the most. But... Yes. The Japanese people just wear white makeup. It's called kabuki. It's different. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. He's saying false. Do you agree or disagree? No, I should get serious for a minute. <laughs> well, I think that kabuki stuff is part of why it probably did come from Japan. I'm going to have to disagree with you, Robin. Oh, oh. incorrect. Oh, it's oh, it's oh, came from Rome. Friend. Greece. No, Greece. it's from Rome in ancient Greek. No, I just have to tell you, it's just really very serious time now. It's my serious voice. Okay. But sometimes I go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. Well, that's it. He wins. He wins. Both of you. <laughs> Everybody wins. Hey. We're late. We did half a Shannon show. Go to San Antonio. You got to go to San Antonio and watch the Susaphone. <laughs> Is he going to live stream it for everybody, too? No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You should live you stream your surgery. Imagine. Oh, my gosh. It would wanna... be more entertaining than the sousaphone. <laughs> Brett, live stream that. <laughs> Please, for Christ's sake. Anyway, Mo, you going anywhere this weekend? No, just home. Oh, Brett. Barbenheimer. Oh, Barbenheimer. You're getting drained. Yeah, I'm getting drained. Today, yeah. you got nothing going on. Nope. Brady will be at Barbenheimer, too. Yeah, Brady. What are you seeing first? Oppenheimer. You seeing Oppenheimer and then Barbie? I don't know if I'm you don't want to see Come Barbie? On. Why don't you want to see Barbie? It's Margot Robbie doing stuff. I don't have my outfit ready yet, but <laughs> just wear you your working on it. Scary, buddy, and wear your Oppenheimer outfit. Just going in like <laughs> nuclear stuff. Cosplaying? Yeah, cosplay. Yeah. <laughs> I asked his daughter. His daughter's doing it. And I said, did you have interest in the nuclear bomb and how it was invented? No, it's just where my friends are. And, I'm like, the, and I said, <laughs> the ones with the, I said, the ones with the good weed. And her eyes open like real big, and she goes, I, I don't know what you're talking oh about. <laughs> oh so we discovered Why yesterday. Did you make her sound like Andre He called the her giant? Kirby the Giant. Oh, she is tall, though. Yeah. It is hilarious. To see Brady did it. Together. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> She's on a bike. She looked like Kirby the Giant. I'm like, all right, that's the new voice. Oh, this poor girl. That's it. Looking like Devo. <laughs> on the bike. Oh, oh my God. Girl. Don't do that. Don't make her Devo. <laughs> no. Don't steal my chain, Kirby. <laughs> You've been knocked the f*** out. Uh, it's that 10-11. Was smoky, that's yeah, I know, but still, it's Debo. Uh, we're done. Uh, that's it for the weekend. We will see you guys Monday. Brett comes back, probably, hopefully, 
Hopefully, not as puffy. Yeah. You're a mess. It's getting big, man. No, he's oh. ready for the winter. He's chipmunking yeah, he right now. Right. He's got nuts in his mouth. Settle down, Peyton. <laughs> <Story>. <laughs> Are those Peyton's? You guys, no. you bit off Peyton's nuts. Uh, that's it. Shannon's coming up next. We'll see you guys Monday. So long. It's out of control now.